Hey, what's up, motherfuckers? We are reporting to you from the Not So Fresh Studios right here in San Diego, California. Today is May 19th, 2017, and this is podcast 16. Is that right? Number 16. 16. 16, yes. And my name is Sasso, um, representing the Rock So Fresh crew. Uh, to my left, we got. What up, y'all? Veiny muscles. That's right. Mad Mike Logic, and giggling. Next to me. No, not yet. Wait, oh. do you have a veiny love muscle? Love <laughs> <laughs> you. Love gun. Wow, kiss, huh? Yeah, dude. nice. Love gun. <laughs> and also in the house, we got. You guys, I mean, you ladies know. You fellas know. You've seen it. You've heard it. Oh, yeah. The big dick. Little distill. (laughs) Yeah. I'm right here. I'm not coming anytime soon. (laughs) Yeah. I got a big surprise. Big Big surprise guest. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of big surprise guest, um... We got a fucking heavy hitter in the house, guys. We, we are blessed. We do. To have. That's this an understatement. Blessed. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Honored. Hashtag honored. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Well endowed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this guy, uh, man, I had to write all his accolades on a on a on a fucking toilet roll on a toilet paper roll. Um, he's done a lot. He's done a lot for the San Diego hip-hop scene. Not only in San Diego, I think almost worldwide. This guy is a b-boy, a DJ, a, DJ. a promoter, a, promoter. Sort of. a husband, a, husband. a dad. <laughs> sure. I mean, he's done a lot. I mean, when you think of this guy, he is the backbone of San Diego hip hop. Is he really the backbone? I would say so. In my opinion, he is like the backbone of San Diego hip hop. His history goes all the way back, ladies and gentlemen, to 1984. No. Before that. 82. You did the math. Is that right? Yeah, I did the math. I did the math. I did the math. (laughs) 82. I was two years off. That's all right. The Patron got me. Still pretty good. The Patron got me. I've been I'm drinking Patron today, ladies and gentlemen. No beer for me today. Did your uncle make that for you? Yes, he did. The, the, the tequila? Good, uh, Pedro. Pedro. <laughs> Pedro Jimenez. Pa- Pedro, Pedro Patron. Oye, Pedro Jimenez. It's watered down by now. But, um, <clears throat> shit, man. He's, uh, <sighs> fuck. I mean, there's so many things. I, <laughs> as far as B-Boy goes, he uh, represented a legendary crew by the name of Rocksteady. Hey, you, the Rocksteady crew. Yep. Um, B-Boy Alliance. Um. Uh, as far as DJs go, this guy has a heavy, heavy artillery of records. Um, probably influenced a lot of DJ break DJs now to uh, to up their game sure. in the break in the breaking scene. Um, him and his partner. Break yourself, um, as far as promoting goes, um, he's got a well. Well, of names around his belt with, uh, with, 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 with 
b-boy and b-girl uh events uh we we're, we're talking about rockathon yeah. we're talking about queen b Ooh. you everybody remembers queen b yes beats and rhyme Ooh. he was behind lovers rock Love uh rock. and so many other ones so many other ones as far as the graffiti artist uh this guy's celebrating his 35th year 35th. of doing graffiti um his he's he's uh fucking bomb trains bombs all types of shit bomb with bombs bomb bombs <laughs> chicka bomb bomb chicka bomb 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 with, bomb, with, bomb, with bomb, ricky bomb, martin bomb. he shook his bomb bomb with uh, ricky martin ladies and gentlemen no with ibm alongside with doze tc5 is that right mm-hmm. uh shit Oh, oh shit! <laughs> is that one of the crews too? <laughs> he is a uh, husband. Yeah. I think you said that he's a lover. Yeah. Oh, as far as a oh. husband, he's uh, married to a beautiful, <laughs> a beautiful lover. woman, <laughs> who is also his partner in crime with uh, doing graffiti and yes. uh, events. Who is also famous in her own right? Yeah. Yes. We'll get yeah. that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that later. And he's a uh, he's a father of two two beautiful children, uh, Miles and Maddie. Uh, Shit, uh, I think you Mike given away his name already. No, I haven't. No, I haven't oh. said his name. Well, I haven't said his name. A lot of people might know it by now. They, they might not. They, they might know. They might not know. <laughs> but I'm not gonna give away his name okay, yet. I want. Keep going. Keep going. Keep, keep going. going. Talking about. Yeah, go ahead, keep Mike. Going, keep going. Add to this. All right, so like, add to this. When I think about this cat, and I think about when I first found out about him. So I moved to Spring Valley in '93. Mm-hmm. And in 93, like, Spring Valley was just covered in graffiti. There's just tagging crews everywhere. I mean, like, it was like, uh, if, and I was at La Presa, middle school. Oh, okay. And in La Presa, you were either in a gang, you were either in a tagging crew, you were either, like, a skater or you're a headbanger. I don't know where all the athletes were, but, like, that was what was going down in La Presa in 93. And even in eighth grade, there was a buzz going around about, like, the graffiti crews and who was the king and there was this two na- these two names that were like just everywhere it was china these two were just known and it was like back then like you know you didn't have the internet to fact check shit so you had all these like stories and like these uh i don't even know what to call them man like you hear like like legendary urban legends. tales yeah urban of, legends. of what they're doing the streets and the thing like i was hearing that like oh you know this guy he's perfected a new style like mm-hmm. uh and there's all these like the dots yeah like the, the dot. dots Dude, one yeah. i heard one i heard was uh that he he uses a wd wd 40 40 to make such thin lines with oh, his, yeah, with yeah, his yeah. spray paint cans yeah that was a legit one that and the, you know what he did with those is that he uh he made murals inside subways or on subways which were probably like four inches high and like you know these subways were painted on walls but they were probably like i don't know like a foot each long right and he had the murals in those subways which he used those 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 caps oh yeah which which at the time they didn't you had to make them yourself they didn't sell them like the way they do now. Right, right, those, right, right, those right. Those same caps that you're oh, talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah. Like back then, like, I remember, like, that was just a thing to go and just steal cans. And, like, that's every time we go on, a, like, a mission to steal cans, it would just be, like, buzzing and buzzing, just talking about, like, what this guy was doing and what he's up to next. And he was, like, a head above everybody else as far as, like, just what he was up to. And it was always, like, going to the, uh, the different uh, spots in Spring Valley where everyone would bomb and you would just see these pieces. 
and people would come back with photos like, oh, yo, 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 did you see what was up now? You know? Yeah. So you had these legendary tales. And uh, that's actually how I've known, I've come to be familiar with the legend. The legend. The legend. And that's the only, that's the only word that you the could legend. actually use, right? Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. it's a legend. Man, myth, legend. Exactly. So that was 93. Yeah. When was uh, the time you encountered him? I, I heard same thing about this man um, <laughs> sitting right across from me. This was back in uh, like 95, I think. And um, I was probably like 13, 14, 15 or something like that. I think I was 13. I was 13. Yeah. And, you know, word was getting around El Paso saying, oh, yeah, this guy from Rocksteady's here. <laughs> and he's like staying here with uh, with Duroc and Malo. And, you know, he wants to battle us. And, and uh, he's painting there. Uh, 90, it was 98? No. 96. Uh, 96. 96. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. So, like, 95, 96. can't count fingers. So, anyways, I was 13 at the time. And I hear about some guy, all right, this guy from Rocksteady. And so we, 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 uh, we end up battling him. Or they set up the battle, actually. I'm sorry. So it was our crew, which was... Uh, a bunch of 13-year-olds? No, it was like 13 to like 8, 15-year-olds. Good battle. Was, it was probably mass, 80. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time, <laughs> the he, was like, he was probably like 33 at the time. <laughs> And um, so we set up this battle in front of our friend uh, Pyro's house, and we see him. And the first, I mean, it's this tall white guy, right? Tall white guy wearing. Uh, Did you know uh, he was camouflage white? Shirt. Yeah, obviously. No, no. Before you, because no, no, no. I see, didn't. Because that's just the thing. some guy. I did not know he was white. Just some guy. Yeah. I thought he was Japanese. Oh yeah, yeah. That. I, you know, I hear that. <laughs> I hear that a lot. That a lot of people think that he was he's Japanese because of his name. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, when we see him, we're like, oh shit! He, you know, he looks different, obviously, because oh. El Paso is like not. He's you know, like you don't see a lot tall. of yeah. He's six foot white guy, and he's breaking, yeah. and he, he he's already looking different because he's wearing uh, cut off uh, camouflage shorts, and his I think Rocksteady shirt I think you were wearing, and then um, and so I thought at first he was Hep's Fury from uh, the B Boy Summit video. Oh. No, it's B I think it's B Boy Summit two or three. And I thought it was Hebs Fury, but Hebs Fury is smaller. I was like, nah, this guy, he must be from like Germany or something. Like a German rocksteady <laughs> that's staying in San Diego. So, anyways, so we ended up battling him that night, and 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 that's that's that was my first. That was your introduction with him. Yeah. How'd you guys do? Oh, we fucking sucked. <laughs> they burned us hard. I mean, you that's know, so, that's so unfair for like. Little kids to battle grown ass men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What it was funny. It was good. It was a good battle. Yeah. Uh, how do you think Rock So Fresh feels when we enter battles like? And like, you guys are battling little kids. Yeah. Why are you guys entering Grown-ass battles when yeah. little kids are in it? Yeah. Oh well, Salsa and I, we don't enter battles. Yeah, I don't enter battles anymore because I don't like, want to battle little kids anymore. It looks funny when like you know you're smoking. Yeah, yeah you're like pretend shooting a kid. Right, right, right. <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> or you pretend like throwing your cock at a kid. You're yeah. like, uh, whose son is this? Yeah, who's whose twelve year old son is this? Yeah. Hilarious. And you know the parent is in the crowd yeah. watching you smoke their kid. Yeah, and I'm being a fucking jerk off, you know. <laughs> Anyways, art. What about you, man? I'm still laughing about how everybody thought that he was Japanese because of his name. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, Zaki. That's racist, bro. I don't care Japan. Uh, yes, I have been to Japan. <laughs> I've been mistaken for Japanese, so uh, yeah. 
Anyways, yeah. um, it, you know what? Uh, I've seen this guy back because I started breaking uh, in the, in uh, while I was dancing in high school and middle school. I started breaking in my sophomore year of high school, which was um, giving me my age of ninety five. Yeah. So I did go to jams before that, and a lot of those jams were the early B boy summits. And uh, you know, if you want to talk about ebony and ivory. You got E Swift and this guy, you know, oh, yeah. traveling around that, and then yeah. and then Yoski and Easy Rock. Oh uh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, you got a lot of Ivory Keys banging back Ivory back Keys. in the early '90s and mid '90s. So uh, they're around a lot, especially at uh, growing up in San Diego and breaking and going to all the um, uh, they had like parties like at uh, the hotel parties hotel parties, yeah. and then you would go to uh, places like. Uh, you know, they would have DJs uh, spinning at, like, Porter's Pub at UCSD. And you see, like, Rock City people show up over there. And this is, like, a lot of uh, when Easy Rock lived in San Diego, too. Mm-hmm. So you would see uh, this guy out at a lot of those things. You know, I was young. And back then, I was, like, scared to even fucking look these people in the eye. It was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> holy shit, dude. Oh, yeah. fuck, dude. Like, oh, man, you know, I'm nothing, dude. I'm yeah. sitting there doing fucking flares and... And uh, crickets and thinking that was cool. And they're all doing I didn't have style back then. These motherfuckers are like representing style. And that's Rocksteady, you know? It's like, right. oh, yeah. fuck, dude. But, you know, eventually later on in <clears throat> life, you know, over the years, being in and out of the, uh, the San Diego hip-hop scene and then getting back into it, and, you know, who do I run into that's like running with the crew that I eventually get into? Yeah. Is uh, this man... Right next to me. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you guys haven't caught on, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, right here in the Not So Fresh podcast studio, oh, yeah, yeah. we have the man, the myth, the legend. In the flesh. Saki. Give it up. Ooh. Right. DJ. Super yeah. Cool. Say cool. what's up, Saki. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> He does it almost better than I do. Okay. All right. All right. He quit. knows. Hello. Quit. <laughs> Hello. How's it? How's it going, Saki? Pretty good. Pretty good. I feel kind of awkward, but why is yeah, that? Because we're that. boasting you, just fucking, just jerking you off, and like, yeah, yeah dude. Just, just that was for me. Because well, Maine hates when we do that. And plus, yeah. I'm always usually on the other side. Interview. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, because of the Super PP show. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's kind of strange, and you guys are friends, so it's like. Oh, thanks, even, Saki. Even what? weirder. <laughs> when, when's the last if time? If you're strangers, it'd be like you know more like. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was weird meeting you and then becoming friends with you because I was like, that's fucking Saki. Yeah. You know, and then like, well, first mm. I, I, the first thing I said was like, he's fucking white. <laughs> and then yeah, next I was like, yeah, I swore yeah, this no racist idea. guy over here. <laughs> the, the rumor was also that you were Japanese and China mm-hmm. was Chinese and you guys were just fucking the Bonnie and Clyde of uh, fucking graffiti, man. Asian hip hop. Right it was there, like right? a, it was like a romantic <laughs> tale of going through uh, the graffiti scene uh, in San Diego, you know. So yeah, so then I meet you and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I get that a lot. People think I'm Japanese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look. They look <laughs> at you and they're shocked. like, "Are you Japanese? Like, you're Japanese, aren't you? You're, you're Saki, <laughs> right? Yeah." yeah. And like, you're uh, we're you are actually uh, celebrating uh, an anniversary this Sunday. Yes. And um, you said Sunday, it's thirty five years. Thirty five years. Yes. It's kind of tripping me out. 
of of of, of what's this? Of uh, when I first started doing graffiti. Wow, nineteen eighty-two. So eighty-two. So like, yeah. what does that mean? Like the first time you wrote your name and giggled and ran away? Like was um, the first time? Like <laughs> no, I giggled and ran away. I mean, I'm sure I written my name on the wall um, when I was a kid. You know, with crayons, everyone does that. Mm. But this is the first time I actually deliberately went out with the intention. Yeah, with spray paint. Um, and doing what I thought was a graffiti piece, which I just saw that same night on a TV show. And that's what inspired me to go out and paint. So uh, TV did inspire you to be a criminal? Uh, yeah, this uh, movie, this movie did. It was an ABC, uh, um, like a Monday night or Tuesday night uh, movie that they used to air. They used to do like special movies either every week or once a month or something i'm not i'm not too sure exactly do you remember what it was called uh yeah dreams don't die dreams don't die wow yeah, yeah who's in there scott bale <laughs> no no i gotta google that <laughs> if I'm, I'm not too sure if you guys i'm sure you guys have you guys heard of the return of the witch uh witch mountain yeah movies disney movie, disney right? movie. yeah not the what one with have? the rock in it but um the rock the one from the 70s uh, the main guy in that um, movie, he played a graffiti artist. He was a white kid. Um, Did that speak to you? Um, maybe I don't know. I mean, I never, I never had that um, in my mind. I just saw the movie, and I was familiar with graffiti already. But because um, I, I would have to back up on that and tell that story, but. Once I had that idea, and they showed you everything in that movie, they showed you like, oh, you draw on a black book, um, you know, you go out and get paint and you paint. And luckily for me, the people that did the artwork and I didn't know at the time was uh, Dondi. He did all the graffiti pieces oh, wow. in, uh, oh, in that fact. movie, so it was all legit gra graph. Wow. Um, so yeah, and that's how you got your start. And this was in that's, Spring Valley. Yeah, it was in Spring Valley. It was. Um, I, it was May twenty first. That's the you could look it up on online. That's when they aired it, and um, yeah, I just went. I went out to my uh, my dad's. Uh, well, he passed away in nineteen eighty, so I went out to his um, paint. You know, the he had like a cabinet or whatever full with paint. So I was like, oh, there's spray paint. So I went in there, <laughs> grabbed it, and um, you know, went out. Wow. But that yeah. early on, you weren't you weren't writing sake back then, were you? Oh yeah. What was your first graffiti name? Um, I at that time I choose uh, solo, solo so just, like like Han Solo, S O L O, S O L O. Nice, yeah. kind of cheesy, but yeah, I was twelve. So oh nice. man, okay, yeah. yeah. What is it, like nineteen forty five? Because he's old. Hey. Jokes, jokes, jokes. That, that jokes. was a good movie too, yeah. John Belushi, nineteen forty five. Wow. So, like, the whole point of this is, man, is, like, you've been doing this a long time. Mm -hmm. You've been around, and you witnessed a whole bunch of stuff. Because you didn't yeah. stop doing graffiti. You've, you've been doing it nonstop since that yeah, day. Yeah, right? yeah, yes, yes. One one form or the other. I didn't. Like, a lot of these so-called OG guys, you know, they'll, like, quit for, like, 10, 15 years. And they're like, oh, I've been painting since, you know. You know, no, you've only been painting for like 10 years because you quit and now you're starting. But I, I, I went all the way through. So I don't want to rain on stopped. anyone else's parade, but I'm just saying I never, never, never quit. stop. Never you've stop. never quit. I never quit. Can't stop, won't stop. Get it, get it. <laughs> <laughs> take that, take that. So, 
But um, yeah, I was you know once when I saw that movie, I was totally already open to the idea, um, which I need to backtrack because if I didn't have those other experiences, um, I probably would not have um, even approached to do that because I just had um, I was at the right time, right, right. Um, was it the right mo moment, right time? I guess. Yeah. So you were watching. And oh. I had a little bit of. Um, I was different from the other kids. No way. You know, in my neighborhood and stuff like that. So how were you? Time. How were you different, Saki? Well, <clears throat> at the time. What'd you notice that was different about you? Well, no, no. I mean, <laughs> well, let's one, get, I had I, I had friends of all colors. Not that makes it anything that has any influence. Except you brought it up first. Me doing but... graffiti. But I'm just saying that I was the kid that hung out with every other every other people, you know. I uh, people. just stuck uh, people. with what do you mean, you people. Especially at those times. It was kind of a racially charged. It was. Yeah. Definitely. What year I mean, is it? Crazy. In the eighties. Okay. Yeah, eighty right. eighty two. But before that, growing up in the seventies and stuff, it was, what it was pretty crazy. So luckily that area of Spring Valley was oh. kind of multi culture it was mixed i had like a good filipino friend yeah. good guamanian friend you know black friends and yeah you had like the whole like, un uh yeah, starter yeah, 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 yeah. one so specific uh <laughs> black friend right pardon one specific black friend right uh, uh, not, not e swift at the time e swift uh darren he lived next door to me darren long and he was um Ooh, long a um, little bit older than me but he, <laughs> um uh, he was from oakland and they moved down um next next door to us and uh oh, yeah. yeah cool guy we always we used to be we used to join we used to um be in a bowling league together up in lamita village when there used to be a um a, a bowling alley called uh lamita bowl or something like that something mm. clever like that and um we're in a bowling league so i was like one of the few white people in lamita bowling I kind of find that hard to believe. Yeah. I actually ran into that dude, and uh, I, I got in a fight with him, a fist fight, really bad <laughs> fist fight. Who won that fist fight? I, I beat his ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. Um, kind yeah, of a yeah, greater over here. Yeah, so, I mean, we live next door. So, anyways, they, they, they moved away after a while, you know, but I ran into him in uh, Las Vegas, like in... What? <clears throat> smells like popcorn fart in there. Um, 19... Um, <laughs> Is when me and uh, Stacy first got engaged. We went to Las Vegas with her uncle and aunt, and I was walking through the the um, casino. The casino, thank you. And I see this guy sitting down with a bowling bag. I look, get and the I was fuck like, out of here. Yeah, I swear to God, I was like, Darren. And he looked at me. He's like. Oh my God! You know, like tripping out. Did like, he like, like was he was he like blocking? Like, no, 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 no. Oh my no, God! No. no, he was totally happy to see me. Yeah, yeah. His his uh, either in laws or or parents or whoever was still living next to my mom at the time in Spring mm. Valley. But I haven't seen that dude since the eighties, and mm. um, you know, after the got in a fight, whatever. But anyways, so yeah, it was a trip. I mean, he's like, oh, I lived back in Oakland, which. It's funny because, I don't know, it's going back crazy. Okay, so um, this one time, it's kind of graffiti related too. All right. So they used to take me on Sundays to a church down by Logan Avenue. It's like a pink church. It was right, actually right oh, yeah, by... Oh, yeah, the uh, Guadalupe one? Um, Is it right no, by the no, no, freeway? No, 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 It's the black church, the Baptist church. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. I think right by uh, Ice Gallery um, and Bread and Salt. So we used to go to church there, 
and um anyway so we're cruising through so we we they lived up on the hill over by um lamita village if you could see the mountain and swap meet and all that stuff from their pad they live right on that hill right by the ambets is now and um so we take that way and go through um southeast through euclid and then to the baptist church but mm. we're going by where my dad um it was buried and there was um i mean that's why i'm saying because i noticed graffiti um and this was before i started doing graffiti um and there was like um uh, bobby blood or something like that on the written on um bobby blood yeah like on on a freaking i don't know a wall or something uh-huh. um but anyway so we're we're cruising down there and the song comes on and it's uh um blondie it's rapture uh-huh. and um if i already had a little bit of experience with rap by listening to 92.5 late at night anyway so um so we're driving and that song's on and then you know blondie starts rapping and then darren's sister's like "Eh, this girl can't rap (laughs) this is white girl trying to rap (laughs) that sounds like a darren but anyways no no, that was a girl his sister was was talking smack about like she can't rap and stuff like that so i thought that was kind of cool Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> so, um, that had to been around, uh, I don't know, when that song first came out, probably was at 80, 81, when Rapture came out. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> so I know that you, uh, you used to write Phantasm. Yes. Right? Yes. When, when and why? Because uh, that's, a, that's a significantly... Civic, significant, Everybody sig- knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. Never go for retard. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Damn, it. I can't you can do it. You can do it. Significantly. He did. There you go. Uh, long name, and usually, you know, in graffiti, you know, it's usually yeah. like three, four letters long. Right. Phantasm. That's like P H A A P H A at. Everybody knows you never go for retard. Go ahead. Go ahead. P H A and T A S M. That's eight letters. I originally spelled it with the T. I mean, with the Z. Phantasm. Right. Right. Okay, so let you got to ex- make it hip hop. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, here, I'll explain. Okay, here you go. So History with Phantasm. Yeah. Go. <clears throat> so, my, you know, my first name, um, and, and back it up to that Bobby Blood thing, or it was Booby. I thought it was funny. I think it said, I think it Booby said Bobby, Blood. but I thought it said Booby. I think that whole story oh. is funny about you, like, hearing a rap song, seeing graffiti in a movie, and then becoming a fucking graffiti artist. <laughs> right. Um, but, but that, 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 that booby blood or bobby blood booby or whatever, um, you know, I'm trying to say is that I noticed graffiti around those times, and but, even yeah. earlier, but it was not graffiti art. It was just, you know, gang graffiti or whatever. Tags. Just bullshit stuff. But um, to back, back and forward to... Okay, so I had Solo, right? So... And a few other pieces I did, um, I did solo probably like three or four times around the neighborhood and, mm-hmm. you know, big whip. The first night I went Were they out, like throw-ups? <clears throat> um, for those that don't know, throw-ups are just kind of like your basic bubble letters. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, quick pieces or whatever. But uh-huh. yeah, so at, that night I went out and, and for some weird reason, because the graffiti was done on a train in that movie... I went out and I remembered, like, oh, where can I paint on something that's steel? I was like, oh, my school. There's a, <laughs> there's a, um, a furnace over by the play play yard. 
I used to go to that school. It was uh, La Presa uh, Elementary. Oh, okay. Um, no, yeah, the La, Presa, La Presa Elementary because there's La Presa Junior High. Yeah, I went to La Presa Elementary. And um, I went over, snuck in, went in the back, and did my first piece on the back. It said solos, uh, red paint. Um, but anyways, so it was just a weird thought. Like I had to paint on a steel surface because the train is pretty <laughs> stupid. Um, but eventually I painted some other walls around my uh, neighborhood. Um, so I had Solo and then 83 I did like a Zulu. But I don't think I even wrote my name Solo next to when I did the Zulu Nation piece. I did a Zulu Nation with a B-Boy character and a, a red apple signifying like New York City. Uh-huh. The big apple. Yeah. Get it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> ah, I get it. So, yes. Um, <laughs> But I was also into, um, at the time, Looney Tunes, like uh, All Kids Are, um, mm-hmm. Merry Melodies, and all that stuff. And, yeah. And I got a kick out of uh, Taz, uh, Tasmanian Devil. Oh, okay. I thought that shit was funny. So I was like, Taz. I was like, Taz. I was like, wait a minute. That's a cool name. So I started writing Taz, T-A-Z-Z. Ah. And then... After you know, getting involved, getting learning more about the the culture of it, and like, ah, it's kind of two Z's are kind of not good. So I um, dropped the Z, the Z and it was just T A Z, and then I added an E to it eventually. T A Z E. Taze. Yeah, but it was Taz. <laughs> oh, you right, 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 right. Oh, that's E is silent. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just liked ease, so uh-huh. I like you know. I was like, cool. Okay. Um, and then you know later on, like around um, when did I stop writing Taz? I started writing Taz. Maybe maybe around eighty six, eighty seven. I was like, Taz is kind of stupid. Um, so how can I make up for it? I was like, oh, let's see freaking. I think there was a TV show on or a movie. I think it was Phantasm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one with the with little the, with the spears. The ball? Yeah, that yeah. shoot out like knives and shit. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that bugging out. I should pay oh, one yeah. of those because I was like, oh my god, that looks so amazing. And like phantasm. I was like, hey, how, how wait, does... fan Taz. Oh, oh, there you go. So I was like, hey, hey you know, I could like, oh well, Taz is short for phantasm, so I don't sound like a complete idiot. Like, oh, I'm Tasmanian devil. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. So I was like, kind of like trying to make it cooler because. <laughs> Also, I think at the time, uh, Tasmanian Devil, um, I don't know, it just became kind of cliche. So I was like, eh, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. So I choose Phantasm, uh-huh. and then I broke that up and wrote Fan. I didn't really do Tasm, but I did Fan. P H A N. Yeah, and I had a, a tons of other aliases. So did too. Wow. did people think you were uh, also Vietnamese when you wrote Fan? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Fan think about that Lam. Way. What is <laughs> Asian uh, love that you have. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of strange, huh? <laughs> so when did you become Saki? Um, that was around eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Um, I'd say mostly eighty-eight was when I was really going hardcore, hardcore with Saki. Um, I wanted a shorter name, and I didn't want Taz. And at the time, um, I was digging on this girl named Yumi. And um, she's Japanese. And, <laughs> and, and I, I thought she was Mexican. A- Asian theme. <laughs> Yumienda or something like that. No, no, no. U-M-I. 
No, I'm kidding. You, wait, why you and I? Yeah, um, Yumi. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, and 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 um, I got, was getting into Japanese. Um, not I wouldn't say Japanese culture, but like I was starting to see these cartoons, and I was like, "What the hell is this? This shit's kind of cool." And it was um, Robotech. Oh, nice. Um, oh, did, were you? Ha- did you have a crush on Lin Minmay? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, she was cute. Huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So you're like you're like the modern day Roy Fokker. Maybe. <laughs> uh, um. But yeah, so I, I oh, sorry. My, my bad. Okay, just, okay, just my bad. This guy started thinking, thinking about the anime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I saw it, no, back never, cross, never. Took him back to never a, a place. Yeah, never. I'm, a happy place. So then Saki. So yeah, getting into a little bit of Japanese culture and stuff like that, and liking Yumi, and um, she, you know, she, t- she took me to go get sushi for the first time. And I was oh. like, like, <laughs> like, open up these doors for se- you. Seventeen. <laughs> You're like, oh, what is this? No, actually, when I Ooh, first tried it, I wanted to throw the hell up. I was like, really? Yeah, like- I took. I was like. Holding it in, oh yeah, it was so this hard. Like uni, it was harsh. No, it was just like regular, sushi regular California roll. I mean, this is like '87. I mean, it's like it's like brand new this, to you. Crazy, a lot, lot of people, right. you know. Yeah. This is like yeah. This, I was a little weirded out when yeah. I first had yeah, when sushi. I, yeah. 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 It was up in Kearney Mesa, actually. It was probably like the only sushi spot up oh, there at the time. The original right? convoy. Yeah. Right. Uh, where? Convoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, it's over by uh. Uh, God, where was it? Kind of near where the um, uh, the faux place, the pho place is. There's a lot of pho places, right? But I can't think of the name right now. Ajima. No, no, no. Anyways, so, anyways. Um, yeah, I wanted to throw up, and then the g- green tea uh, ice cream too. She's like, "Oh, try this." I was like, "You didn't okay. like the green tea like, ice cream?" Yeah, it was good, oh, but okay. it was kind of like total strange. Like, never had that <coughs> those tastes. It's yeah. Just, bizarre mm. but um so and then, uh, and then you guys had sake every day now yeah <laughs> and then you guys had sake no, and, I, was, uh, I was 17 but it was still a, or a new world for him probably yeah. 17 i was 18. so then how uh, did you look at the menu and it was like what is this sake no she got everything i mean she's half japanese uh-huh. she so oh, what, half ap- japanese. what appealed you to that name though like what 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 how, what appealed you oh, to that um, name i was just like eh, i just want a like a new name and you saw um, Saki. Um, no, she she was like, uh, let's. Uh, what about um, Saki? I was like, oh yeah, or S A K I at the time. Um, Saki, don't. I didn't like the I, so I changed it to an E after that. You like E's, so yeah. yeah. But um, but and I wanted to spell it the correct way, not Kawasaki, but Saki. Me <laughs> Saki Saki. Sake or whatever. Sake. I just call I say call myself Saki, not Sake or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, she said, "How about this name?" I said, "Yeah, that's cool." And I think at the time she's I don't know where I got this, but she's mentioned that like Saki was slang at the time for like like good or cool or something like that mm. in Japan or something. But I don't know how and, and you how true it? that is. <laughs> Probably. How do you know if it wasn't for <laughs> Saki Saki? It's that little Japanese guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Maxi, where are you? Yeah, Ken. <laughs> Kenneth, where are you? <laughs> People where I can. There you go. Know. There you have it. The history of the Saki names. Somewhat, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Saki, that had so... De- decipher too, or Desi, D E S Y for short. D E S Y. So decipher. I think I saw a picture of you standing next to a decipher piece from Maine a while back. Really? 
I, I, I believe. It does sound familiar. I ain't gonna lie. I believe I've seen a picture uh, that Ethic Maine showed us before. Of you. Well, there was like photos of the uh, Desi tag that I had that was in a news article when we got arrested. Oh, <laughs> there you go. In uh, I think it was '87. Oh, so this wasn't part of the big the big uh, crackdown of the graffiti in the '90s. No, no, no. Okay. That was '94. This is when right. we um, went into a truck yard in, in '87. Actually, in October. So shit, that's going to be. So when you got arrested years. for graffiti back then, what did they do to you? Was it just a holding cell and release? Um, or? Well, that situation that wasn't my first time getting arrested. At that point, um, they. Took you said it wasn't your first time. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Good lord. So, I mean, we're kind of going all over the map right now. Yeah, we are. It's okay. I thought you wanted to go back to the beginning, but oh, forget it. We can go. We can go back in a minute. Okay. Um, let's let's finish this part. Yeah, let's finish. Well, I gotta talk about the night then. This is not going to be a short podcast. Jesus Christ. (laughs) We usually go two hours sometimes. Okay, so we got we got kind of inspired by when Crayon came down to San Diego in '86. Shout out to Crayon. Yeah, and and he was like, "Yeah, you need to go in these bus yards and bomb him." And he went inside our bus yard and bombed the shit out of him. Got Crayon pieces running on our, our our buses. And um, yeah, soon after that, I think they put the gates up. And the bus yard used to be over down by um, by the Carnation Building, not the Carnation Building, but the um, Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread, yes. Yeah. There used to be a bus station. Over. Is it still there? Maybe. Um, there's a bus. It's not even next to it. It's like it's kind of hard because like there's a lot of new shit over there. Yeah, I'm like my mind's going back. You might be sorry back then, so I, yeah. I see it, you know. But yeah, there used to not be a, a fence around the bus yard. So Crayon went in there, so that got us all hyped and stuff, you know, like, hey. So one night, uh, we decided to go into the truck yard down by uh, C Street, and it's right by Golden Hill. There's a, a, it's still there. There's a, they keep um, dump trucks and stuff like that. So we decided to go down there one night. Um, There's like seven or eight of us. we went actually to go get Doom. Doom's like an old school writer that passed away um, in the early 90s. Um, and that's a crazy, tragic story in itself. Anyways, um, we went to go get him, but he was with his girlfriend um, getting busy. Yeah. <laughs> luck, oh, yeah. Luck, I mean, I don't know oh, if it's yeah. luck. Maybe if he went with us, his life might have changed or whatnot. Um, yeah. But anyways, <coughs> um, he stayed and we went in. And, um, you know, we went in there, we hit every single damn truck in there. Um, I got spooked because I looked up and I saw, like, um, uh, Chino was our, I shouldn't even mention names. Um, <laughs> you had a guy that was uh, looking out, and I saw him, and he's, like, all by himself. He couldn't go over because he had a hurt leg. And um, so I got done, and I was like, I'm going to go up. Um, I think, actually, Kazi went up first. Uh, it was Chino. Chino was lookout. <laughs> some lookout huh Kazi (laughs) Kazi went up and then after that I think I went or was it I can't remember anyways so I go up there and I'm like hey and I was like oh that's how I was like hey you know and I was like who's that other guy with you know I was like oh shit and you could see a flash of a badge and my freaking stomach dropped so I freaking go in climb the fence or go through the hole or whatever and freaking frisks me really quick and um, uh, cuffs me. 
and then I'm I'm sitting here on the ground, and I think I think it was a female or a male. I can't remember. But anyways, they took the cot. That's what it was. Kazi was coming up, and and Kazi was just kind of like staring, and the cops like tell him to come up, tell him to come up. We're like, Kazi, come up. I don't. I can't. I probably said it. I don't know. So I was like, what the hell? And he came up, and he was like, ah, shit. And freaking, but when he was coming up, the cop had the gun on my shoulder, like using my shoulder as a, <laughs> as a what do you call it? As a, um, like a keep, stand. To keep him steady, yeah. And I was like, damn, if he shoots him, that shit's going to blow my air out. And I was like freaking out. And uh, I was like, please don't make any crazy sudden moves. So he comes over, they frisk him, arrest, the other guys come up. Um, Quasar, I think, saw what was happening. He took off. Oh, wow. He he bailed out of there. Um, but anyways, so they take us downtown. Um, You're going downtown. And I was, at the time, I was 17, so, you know, couldn't sit in the jail cell there. So they kept us out front or in the holding cell or wherever um, in the car and then brought us upstairs, released us to our parents. Um, but I think a week later... A week later, I get arrested again. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a funny Parents story. Yeah, a week or two. And then, um, anyway. Is so, this all graffiti uh, yeah, related? So, so what happened is they, they took the trucks and they washed them and all the graffiti came off. What happened was we wrote on dirty ass trucks oh, and they had mm. dust on them and debris. So a lot of it just, just washed right just washed off. off. Dude, that's fucking so hilarious. All that work for nothing. Yeah, but that that made like I think CNN or it was a over it was over a hundred thousand dollars worth of damage, Damn. which is close to a million dollars. A lot back or then, like that. Back then yeah. was a lot, dude. Um, so it was like AP, CNN. It was all over the news, and um, that's the reason why I dropped out of school too, because when I got back to school um all the teachers were tripping out on me in the administration and stuff like because they print your name you know what I mean so I kind of felt the pressure even at 17 yeah yeah, Yeah. it was pressured like that so that was one of the reasons why I dropped out after that um not too long after because I think that was in November when we got or October we got popped um, because the school year didn't last too long after that. They were looking at you. <clears throat> You're a disgrace. And 88, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um... I can't imagine how stressed your parents were, man. Yeah, but they mom? dropped the charges because the only, the only, the only guy who got some time was Quasar because... He was over 18. He was, yeah, he was an oh. adult. Um, let me see, I'm so 17, he was 18, He was 21, 21 at the time. Wow. So, <clears throat> yeah, so, which sucks, he... I won't go into detail, but yeah, he, you know, they arrested him at his house later. Ooh. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah, it sucked. I think Quit. that was the... <clears throat> the lowest part? Yeah, I, lowest I think point. that kind of ruined him in a way. You know what I mean? After that. God, that guy was so talented. Quasar he is still a is huge talented. name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Huge name. Wow. Yeah. I've dropped that name on, on other people, and they're like, oh... And they're like, yeah, I know who that is. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't yeah. think you would. Yeah. Well, he wow. used to write. Uh, not at the time he was uh, he was writing Vamp. Because like, at that time in 87, we were bombing. I mean, we were painting graffiti art, but we were doing a lot of bombing. Um, late 86 to 87, we were doing a lot of bombing. We kind of got into the bombing aspect of it because we never really... 
knew about all that stuff like in you you know you see tags and stuff like that but we're mostly concentrating on, on just getting up graffiti pieces before that oh, burners right. and stuff making everything look cool and pretty so the, for those that don't know what bombing is is basically um uh in graffiti you go out and you vandalize <laughs> uh but 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 bit with big bubble block whatever letters it's not your just your average tag it's like going and and you are defacing property uh to to a bigger uh, extent than just the tag it's just like big old bubble letters uh it's probably what you see on the side of the freeways um yeah, uh, on 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 trains yeah on um even not so much on buses anymore it used to be a big thing on mm-hmm. buses yeah hey that, those are those are good times yeah. though when uh people were bombing uh the buses of, yeah. the inside of buses, buses and yeah. the outside those are, those are some good times uh um I, I, th- I think san diego's cleaned up a lot i mean if you go to la you see a lot of bombs well like in those times like prior to 94 like bombing was like just i mean that was just a thing that you did like we did it just you go out at night you wear all black and you just you know get a bunch of cans and you just went out and like that was the thing it was about getting up whereas i think what saki's kind of describing more it was like you know creating pieces and creating creating so you had an influence as far as uh which is kind of what i'm kind of alluding to because like when i first started Mm-hmm. Uh, getting into it it was all about bombing and, and just getting up and getting your name out yeah but it seems like you were already past that in the 80s yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely so I, and then you also mentioned that like when you started uh doing solo and then you kind of you mentioned kind of on the sly that you got educated elsewhere like so what influenced you like in those days like what was the scene like i mean like was there other people writing and uh um, when you were writing no when i first started that night or when i um in months year a year or two prior i won't say a year or two on whatever year two or three yeah um yeah I, I i didn't i didn't see anything around um a town around town and like i said i was well aware of of um graffiti because i seen it i seen it in new york when i was a kid yeah um and i didn't know what it was at the time i just we were on my way to my uh, aunt's house in New Jersey. We're coming from uh, upstate New York. And, you know, we're in a station wagon, and I'm in the back looking out the window and um, driving down the, um, the what do you call it? Street? Is it the 9A or the A9? One, one, one of those freeways. You said street. Like, you know, it was no, it was a freeway. It was a freeway. Um, the road. And then... <laughs> And she lived in East Orange or somewhere in Orange, New Jersey. So you got to go through New York and then go on to like the Washington Bridge, or which is kind of crazy because this is around 84, 85. Mm-hmm. And Sedgwick Avenue is right there. You drive right by it. You see it on the freeway. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. It's crazy. When we, we me, Maine, and China went back east on a trip and we were like oh, let's go to 1520 you know yeah, yeah. you know that's our, that's our, yeah well that's the name of our crew right, right. Yeah. yeah so we we got to go there so we went there and i was driving up to it and i was like you drove there and it's right by the hudson uh, uh the um hudson is the hudson river or the yeah yeah um yeah we drove and um i was like oh shit 
That's crazy. Like, I used to... Driving nothing, past yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's bizarre. And there's, like, trees everywhere. Like, New York is pretty yeah. tree. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, like, shocking how, like, the old urban... <clears throat> but there's a lot of trees. It's, oh, like, yeah. country almost. Because, um, you know, New York is really uh, green and... So that, that street that you used to travel as a kid, <clears throat> well, coincidentally... Not, not street, it's a freeway. Freeway. Yeah. Coincidentally, ended up being, like, a big influence to you later because you also started... Your, that's what you named... You and Maine and China, like, you guys named your crew, your DJing crew. Right. The 15, 20 And uh, Jose. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, yeah, Jose was in it as well. Yeah, yeah, forget, yeah. Don't forget our own Jose. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. came in later... In, in the crew yeah that's always um, his role he comes in later. so let me, since we're on that subject why how but, come you guys called it uh 15 sedwick damn we are going all over the place yeah like, Sasso, <laughs> Sasso gets, Sasso gets bored really sorry easy. no we're it's, supposed to be talking about his influence let's back go back well, no I, I it's since we're on the subject right that's now cool. you know right. i want to know real well, quick right. it doesn't you have to go you don't have to go into detail why okay but just real quick why that's, that's a long story and um, i cannot have a you a can short just, story I can't because I got to put in all the details and all, all, <laughs> what, what was I was thinking. Well, um, I'll try, I'll try. Was it like on a hip hop thing where you're like, let's let's change it a little bit, you know? Um, uh, no, 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 no. Has nothing to do with that. Okay, so okay. Um, oh, gosh, darn it, man. See, now I got to go back to like '91. <laughs> um, shit. <laughs> well, because we don't have to stay sense. on a on a, on a okay. Time anyway, okay, I won't go back there. Okay, so yeah, I won't go back there. <laughs> Quick explanation. When when I was um okay, real quick. So in '91, um, I I meet these guys, um, Algar and um, Sage, and uh, 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 Algarth. He does the record show, um, or he used to. I don't know if you guys heard of him. The San Diego record show. He used to do oh, that. okay, yeah. Huge record collector. So he actually gave me my first um, official breakbeat album, which was um, Bob James, uh, the one with uh, "Take Me to the Mardi Gras" on it. Nice. Um, in '91. Um, so they they started volume two. The Bob James. Uh, it's the one with the apple on the Fandalay, maybe yeah, who's on it. Oh, yeah, number um, two, right? <clears throat> I'm really bad with naming the albums and no. all that stuff. You just, you just. It's a good them. defensive yeah. mechanism. Hey, what's that song you're playing? I really don't know. <laughs> it's covered. The record's covered. covered with the white I, label. Yeah. The, my record <laughs> sleeve is backwards, so you can't see me. Ooh, see. Finding. Yeah. Well, oh, that I recognize that cover. Tricks for you, uh, yeah. DJs. <clears throat> so, um, anyway, so they. They got me into kind of record collecting, like, oh, you know, you got to find these these songs. And, and at the time, in 91, I was heavily into um, funk, like uh, Roger, uh, L.A. West Coast funk or Midwest funk, whatever you want, like Ohio players, like more bounce to the ounce, that type of funk. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so totally the freaking major, that was a major kane or or i don't know one of those those funk general kane like funk groups and anyway so i was totally into funk music i started getting out of rap music at the end because i thought the shit was too commercial sounding and this is a 91 yeah and you thought it was yeah. sounding too commercial yeah, at the time I, I was not vibing with wow. hip-hop i was like this shit was... what was what was out during 91 <clears throat> oh, a lot of brand nubian yeah a lot uh, of, at the time and yeah, you, did, you weren't feeling it you weren't yeah. feeling Jeff, brand new hammer hammer was big hammer yeah, yeah, well, but yeah a lot of the hammer stuff was yeah. very uh so, yeah <laughs> commercial yeah a lot a lot of these you know they're they're 
a lot of that stuff out there at the time, you know. You weren't, yeah, you weren't feeling it. Yeah, I just wasn't, like, it started becoming a trend, and I was like, ah, I'm not yeah. down with that. So wow. I just started listening to funk. That's interesting. Yeah, Roger and all that stuff, and uh, some James Brown. So, um, so you've actually gone through different <laughs> trends of not liking hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> different decades of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different L- decades of, of not liking yes, hip hop, yes, right? Lots of it. For the re- for the record, uh, Saki even with is breaking. very yeah, right. In eighty five, I was like, I was over it, you know. And, and you know the funny thing cool, about cool hip hop. I mean, uh, you know, it, cool the funny lady. thing about Saki is that he could say those things, you know, like he could be he, he could judge. Uh, hip hop for what it is, and, and or he could judge breaking for what it is and stuff like that because he's he's lived through different eras of and generations of of hip hop and breaking and shit like that. So sure, it's, sure. it's mm-hmm. you can't you can't really argue with Saki if you I mean you could <laughs> but yeah, you and people have probably but yeah. like his his uh his 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 judgments are valid. Well, there's also Thank another you. piece of it too with uh, graffiti and. I remember uh, a couple years back, I had to do, uh, like, Saki asked me to do some video project for him. I think, I, I can't remember what I was doing. It was either, like, putting all his uh, tapes together or something. So, he gave me all these tapes of him being interviewed by other these people. porno tapes? Yeah, I was about to say it. But it was during, like, uh, It's like that one that you made for E-Swift. Like, ooh, that E-Swift. I'm going to put that on, uh, on YouTube. Yeah, you should. But, uh, yeah. Just blur out the, the titties. <laughs> Area Giovanni's uh, tits, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's, yeah. that's yeah. who it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Did you ever see that, Soggy? Which one? Uh, E-Swift's uh, mixtape. His video mixtape? No. It's like, well, it's like, Ooh, it's like 45 E-Swift. minutes long, and then like every couple of minutes it cuts to like uh, Ariel Giovanni like putting lotion on her tits. <laughs> and I, I thought you, it was hilarious. I bet you E's face like, man, what is this? <laughs> no, he was Clowns. not complaining. Uh, he wasn't, but then he couldn't show the video to his family. Yeah. So he got mad at me. I remember He's coming clown. across it and like, just it would pop up. Like, <laughs> I know he was laughing. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. I didn't tell him I did that either, so I just gave it to him. So like, yeah. he never told me if he was watching it with his family or something, because that shit would have been oh, hilarious. Shit. Quick flashback. Yeah. Good, um, one. Good one, Mike. Mad Mike Logic made a uh, breaking video of E Swift's highlights and gave it to E, and it had you know a couple porn references inside of it. <laughs> just, yeah. just so you know what we're laughing about. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's a good one. And uh, so anyways, I was doing one, but I was going through all of Saki stuff. And the funny thing about Saki was that he was a... Uh, Saki, we all know him, and if you know Saki, like you know he's like a really kind of funny dude, like always silly, always smiling, like very kind of like young at heart type of like vibe. I don't know what it is, Saki, but when you get interviewed, you you act different. Really? You act yeah, so different. Yeah, once the camera and lights are on, you're like, you're so you're fucking different. You're, you're, I think I gotta be on alert or something. You know, like, I, mean? uh, I gotta really concentrate because I have ADD. I got. Uh, recently diagnosed so but like after all these years i really got to concentrate and like you know after right. all these years he just got have you diagnosed tried, yeah I, yeah that's another whole have story. you tried smoking God, weed a, yeah when i was a kid <laughs> i meant like later in your, your yeah years, like, like now uh, medicinal <laughs> No. You, you uh-huh. know it's legal here. Have you, have you tried the Dirty Chavez uh, method, which was oh, yeah! jerking off? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's, oh, wait. His, that's his answer to everything. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I thought that. I was thinking the Dirty Sanchez. Yeah, Ho- Jose was trying to say that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, resident nurse said, if you trust me, it doesn't work. 
after three days, Saki concluded that uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> but anyways, no sir, didn't like it. One of the videos that I had to watch, you're being interviewed, and the guy asked you about uh, graffiti and hip hop, and then you're like, well, well, uh, I, I actually don't know if uh, you can really say that because uh, graffiti has its own history, and uh, they didn't actually listen to James Brown. They uh, they listened. The original graffiti artists were in Iraq, and yeah, like so yeah, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when Saki brought that up, I was like, you know what? That's actually a very valid point. Like seeing all those guys from like Style Wars and stuff like that, they were heavily influenced by rock and things that were yeah outside, not, not hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they didn't have hip hop then, though. Yeah, that's right. the point I was trying to make. Right, right, right. So that's uh, that's the other thing I kind of want to like touch in on. Mm-hmm. Touch on was like you know, it wasn't that he wasn't married to to rap. Yeah, you know, in that in that right. regards. Okay. He was brought in in a different in a different way right, than just right. like, oh, I'm hip hop. Oh, I was brought up on hip hop and I live it and I die for it. Exactly. Type and, of shit. Right. And Sagi, in your opinion, why do you think people have that? Uh, why is that association there? Like, how did that happen? Where people assume that, like, okay, graffiti, hip hop. Um, because in the movies, you know, the movies. like Beat Street and Breaking and all the documentaries and stuff that came out in the early 80s yeah how do you feel about it you think that's a fair representation you think that's just uh Uh, yeah because you know some of the guys that were uh practicing the art form were like b-boys they're also b-boys yeah yeah and those are the cats that like you know does green and all the um art school art and design school guys they were totally into like hip-hop culture and stuff or they're basically live they're doing it for reals so um and they're just doing a different type of graffiti and that's the graffiti i actually attracted to was the hip-hop graffiti yeah 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 definitely. how would you describe uh the other versions of graffiti like because uh, we had that uh in san diego as well we had mm-hmm. crews that like really didn't associate with hip-hop they're like right. really into punk or metal and things yeah. like that mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people would be kind of surprised to hear that that um in fact, yeah, like the freak shows of uh, yeah, that's actually really graffiti. common. Yeah, it's really yeah, common in graffiti. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. uh, but style wise, do you see it different? Um, like, can you let me let me say this? If you if you went down to a yard somewhere where there's all these pieces, could you tell who was hip hop and who was like into other influences? Yes, definitely. And what would you how how? Well, also I could tell what era they're the era they are from too as well. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how by by what kind of style or what? Yeah, definitely. No, definitely. but like, no, like tell what, us some tell tips. us what kind of style. Um, tell us what to look for, so we know who to hate and who not to, you know, fuck uh, with. More traditional looking styles, like uh, like someone like Zone or um, King One Fifty Seven, or you know, yeah, it, it, it depends. I mean, even Quay- is it the letters, the way they're formed, the yeah. way they're shaped, what kind of style of uh, like fonts, I guess. Um. Yeah, you could you, know. you could definitely tell. Um, even Vapor, who you know totally is, you'd be surprised at the, some of the rap songs that he likes or hip hop songs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his graffiti was totally non hip hop, but he hung around with a lot of hip hop people and went to a lot of events and you know dug a lot of the subway stuff but his stuff was so different but you would never know but also at the time he was into groups like uh ministry and um mm-hmm. uh freaking a lot of those dark groups 
in the nineties. That actually makes a lot of sense. Vapor uh, does seem like he'd be into that type of music. Yeah. Yeah, but man, he loves Busy B and and Kumo D and like uh, like a certain era from you know eighty to. Yeah, but if you, but if you're going on a road trip with him, is he popping that in, or is he popping in some like you know, ministry? It depends. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Okay. What mood he's in, and he mostly listens to the stuff in his, you know, in his earbuds, uh, earbuds and stuff. But um, he, he would be hard to read. Um, but yeah, there's definitely people out there that you could like. Oh yeah, they're into the hip hop culture, yeah. and then, you know, then there's those that are like maybe <laughs> all right so i know i i know we got a little off track yeah. but uh go back to 91 or yes uh, yes okay we'll go yeah uh or, so algar he gives us me this record whatever mm-hmm. so i start um slowly going to thrift stores and just buying records random records yeah. I don't know, just wherever um stockpiling um you know, at the time, I was getting the source. You know, I'd still buy the source. I'd still oh, yeah. buy a the bunch source of, magazine for yeah, those that um, don't know who, what he's talking about. Um, Hip hop. Uh, there's one from England. I would get um, uh, tons of other magazines. And I actually started doing pen pals with a lot of these cats overseas. And oh, stuff. wow. Yeah, Your the diary. Because they would, they, would <laughs> they would put their address in there. Oh hey, yeah! If you want to get a hold of a uh, steam from England, here's his address. Dear yeah. mode two, you know, like oh, I'll write to Saki. He lives in Spring Valley at this address. Like yeah. that's not too smart, but <laughs> the cops didn't know about that stuff, yeah. so we just went on. Uh-huh. Um, so, anyways, at the time I was getting you know the source and all that stuff, and then once in a while I'd read the DJ section and they'll talk about the origins of hip hop and um, and fifteen twenty kept on coming up you know 1520 cedric and they actually spelled it cedric cedric s-e-d-r-i-c so yeah they spelled it a while wrong um a lot of articles i still have all those articles um cops didn't take those they left them behind or something anyways um so i was like okay this is interesting you know because as a b-boy in the 90s like now if you if you talk to b-boys now like the new one, they will not research what the other um, elements they, are. You yeah, they, I mean? won't they, just, they won't know shit. They don't seem like, yeah. me and Storm were talking about that, they don't really seem like no one's, they're they not hip hoppers anymore. So they're not doing their homework. I'm just a b-boy. You know well, there's I mean? like yeah. a data overload now yeah. and, and just everything. Like, you know, like a lot of kids back in, like the way that we grew up, we actually seeked out more because we couldn't get enough. We're like, right. yeah, more. Yeah. Whereas kids mm-hmm. nowadays, they can just Google shit. And yeah. Internet. Like, oh, okay. And they're still lazy about it. It's like all the information's right there. They so, don't care. Yeah. So, don't care. Right. So at the time, you know, I was totally, you know, researching a lot of the stuff I did not research. So was like some of the rappers, except for the older guys, I would totally research them and read about them. Um, a lot of the up and coming groups I didn't really give a shit about. So I didn't um, research them at all because um, they didn't seem like to me, they didn't, they, you know, like. They didn't sound like KRS One or you know they weren't talking about graffiti or or you know breaking and you know that they, they didn't seem like they were hip hop to me. That although you know maybe they are, but they just seemed like they were just into the rapping and nothing else. Uh, so, I see. So anyway, so I would research and read and 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 go in between stuff and read it and pick it apart and um. 
so but anyways i, I just kept on coming out and i thought oh that's cool oh wow that's where it started and um so i was like okay i'm gonna i might might start djing i might start djing and i was like no nah, if i'm djing i'm gonna want to dj for dancers or b-boys breakers and um i was over at zodak's house and and we're doing like a cut cut and cr- scratching session or whatever because he was totally into scratching at this time and this is probably 96 97 oh, wow. um you know he's making beats and all that stuff and um and we're talking to, to Cubert, he was on the phone, and um, wow. it was just, just kind of name dropping. Yeah, just <laughs> dropping names right now. He went from Zodak to Cubert. I know. So you know, uh. he was talking to him a lot, you know, because he was scratching yeah. and stuff like that. And and Zodak's, like, oh yeah, I heard that you used to be a pretty good scratcher back in the day, and like you should scratch. You know, you and Dave should come out and scratch. And they're like, yeah. But anyway, so I was like, and this is kind of silly and stupid in the same uh, same time, like. Like, I was talking to Qbert, and I was like, you know, yeah, you know, um, there's only one you, and I know, I'm very competitive, and I know deep down inside, I could never kick your ass and scratch, and so I wouldn't even attempt that. Mm-hmm. So, I, I was like, I was asking for his blessing, I was like, if I started DJing and playing breaks and stuff, like, like asking permission, like, is that good? <laughs> you know, some kind of something stupid like that. Father, may I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, because at the time I was like, God damn, this guy is so freaking good. I, me- I remember when we first saw him up at San Diego uh, UCSD. Um, Hubert? Yeah, um, all of them, Mike and uh, Apollo. Oh, wow. did a performance up there and we were hanging out and I bought them freaking tacos at taco because they were rock steady djs back then yeah but they're just you know coming up we went to their hotel and they're freaking like sleeping on the floor and it's like all dirty and stuff <laughs> this is when <laughs> they're just being known <laughs> not even known but anyway so we went up there and they're cutting it up and doing their thing and everyone in the audience was just like just shocked. What, fucking crickets what? or what? Yeah, they didn't know what the what the hell are they doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, because they were doing. They were the original uh, cast to do like an orchestra. Yeah, style yeah, exactly. DJ. Yeah, yeah. Each person's doing like their own thing. it. We're, I was just like, holy crap! What the hell? It, it's you know, too much. Is, yeah, yeah. Four, like, four, four three, three two, one, one, two, three, four. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Those are the scratches they were doing. It's amazing, you know. And everyone's just like, didn't know what. Yeah, they didn't know what to do. Like, is this good? So, so above their heads. Yeah, they didn't you know, get it was ahead of their time. Yeah, man. yeah, totally. But anyway, so yeah, it was like weird. Like, like I had to get their permission to DJ or something. So that's kind of when it started. Like, and I and to go back, I DJ dabbled a little bit in you know eighty four, eighty three, eighty four, eighty five. I was out like house party type stuff. Wow. <clears throat> but so. I wanted to DJ. I was like, I wanted to. Um, you had a specific mission when you were. DJing. Yeah, I wanted a DJ for the B boys. Basically, yeah. is what what you know. At the time, I didn't know that, but that's what I was kind of Gearing searching for. for. Yeah. 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 Until I came around the right influences and seeing, like you know, seeing uh, um, Africa Islam DJ and he's playing all the ultimate breaks and beats, and I was like, what the hell is he playing? UBB. Yeah, over at, um, there's a, was it off of Hancock Street? Um, God, what's the name of that place? So when did you get introduced to, to Maine? <clears throat> like, the, uh, when that the and, 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 like, when, it, when did you decide, like, hey, this guy is cool, 
I want to. I want to. I want to be take him under 15, my wing. Cedric, it's funny. May with does him, make I don't think love. May yeah, because then it was it was almost like a sweet marriage right after that. Like you guys, yeah, hooked up and Man, we are skipping all over the place, aren't we? Yeah, you yeah. know, but we we just want to. Find yeah, it's, it's along the lines of the yeah, fifteen yeah, yeah. twenty. When did you know yeah. that he was the one? Is um, what I want to know. And then um, before you before you say that, like, how how did you know, like all these breaks? Because uh, you you know back then, if you listen to all the jams that were. You know that that Saki and them were playing or hosting and promoting yeah. and and all that stuff, and he was playing at. You hear the breaks that he was he was spinning then, that are popular like now yeah. almost. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I mean before like all the Red Bull stuff because they they need like the copyrights and stuff like that. But if you listen it's, to jams now, the 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 shit that they were playing like 10, 10 15 years ago. Is what's popular now, right. and these guys had it on fucking wax. Isn't that weird though? Like, it's just so fucking crazy because you listen to this shit and we're like, but, "Wait, I know that song." Fucking Saki and them yeah. have, have been playing it for forever, and now it's popular. Right? Yeah. You know, isn't that weird? Like back at the time, you don't really rec. I mean, I've done that myself. Yeah. Like listen to old like hip hop songs, and I'm like. Damn, and I you're like, I have that sample. That, yeah, and I you're like, it's right here. Yeah, like <laughs> you know? I had no idea that song so, had that in there. How did how did like uh mm. how did you even know about these songs and shit like that? Like who who pointed you in that direction oh. and be like, these this is this Kenny Rogers song right here is a break. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like um. if you speed it up, boom, it's a fucking break, you know? Well, well a lot of that has to do with reading the right information and and, and where are you getting that information from? And, oh, okay, um, magazines. And I think shit. we've asked that like three times. Well, and he hasn't answered. Well, I had this book <laughs> called uh, Hip Hop Illustrated, and that's kind of like a blueprint. Oh, okay. I think like I know a, what you're talking about. Yeah, it's uh, it has New York City breakers. It's, a, it's on all it. in the back, right? Kind yeah, of like the like math. A, it's index? like a thousand five hundred if you want to find it online. Yeah, it's, what? It's I've super seen that. expensive. You still yeah, have it? yeah, I still have it. Um. But books like that, reading through articles. Um, but you have it, some it's, fucking it's, eclectic it's, shit, it's, bro. Right. <clears throat> Even uh, Stephen, I think it's Stephen Hagar's uh, hip hop book as well with Lee on the cover. It's like a, a graphic photo of Lee doing a head spin that was uh, came out in 84. And it, it gave you a list of all the records. It's stupid because I had, I had that book at the time. And I was DJing at the time, and it had Just Begun, Apache. It had all the songs mm. in there, but I never, I never got those. Yeah. And I would, I would listen to like, what is that song? Like, um, Just Begun, you know? Like, it, I'd be like, what's that song in um, Flashdance? What, what the hell is that okay, song? Yeah. You know? But so the, and, those are like the like the regular typical b-boy songs i'm talking about like but that, i'm, those I'm talking at that ones. time though yeah, yeah, i could have yeah. had those oh. <laughs> those songs yeah 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 you know um uh, but i'm talking about the rare breaks you right know what right I'm saying well, like that, those that like, sapo and like those other ones that you were you you've been playing uh right well, that sapo was main's main's album you know what's funny about Sapo is when all those DJs were playing Sapo, the other Sapo song, the Ben Had or whatever, or the, yeah. the dun, dun, dun. you know, you know that song. What's that song? Uh, it's real. Everyone plays it. You know. I can't help you with that one. <laughs> it was really popular up yeah, in San Francisco yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I at that point I knew 
these motherfuckers did not have the original album. If they did, they didn't listen to the whole album because Maine found the best break on that album. Yeah, it's later on, right? He was playing it. Yeah, Yeah. and I was like, I was like, Maine, I know these cats don't have the original, or they know it because everyone's tripping on the song you're breaking, and that's on the Ben Hat album. Yeah, you know, I'm just like trying to boast, prop them up, like, yo, that break is badass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh. So, anyways, sorry. I yeah. Main props. So right main. There. So uh, how did main props? When so, did you know that um, main was the one? <laughs> main one. Damn. Well, well, we got to go back to the record thing too. Uh-huh. Um, just doing research. Um, especially with Bambada, um, him. Uh, <laughs> all jokes aside, um, <laughs> him. Uh, you know, liking music of different tastes oh, yeah. and all that stuff you know um that was was it are you sure it was all music influence. that it was liking oh, yeah. of different tastes all that aside <laughs> all that aside yeah. accusations truths or whatever Ooh. but you know you gotta <laughs> okay as a historical as document a, you gotta yeah. you know give it up Whatever the situation yeah, is. Yeah, that's probably what um, he said, too. But <laughs> he was the man with the records and had a taste for everything. It's crazy because I like where you're going, me, I thought me and Maine were the man. We're like, and, and Lacey, we're like, yeah, we're the man. You know, we're playing all these tunes. Mm-hmm. I found out Lacey got, got um, a lot of these songs from, from Bam. He would oh, like, okay. wow. Go fly. I mean, I met Lacey at um, behind the post office for the first time during oh, wow. B-Boy Summit uh, 2. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, but he would go to New York and be like, hey, bam, what's, what's this? You know, and like that, 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 because England was all about music. They're still all about music and yeah. they love the old American music. And that's the beauty about England. Um, so we thought we were the, you know, like, ah, oh, man, we got all this music. Like, oh, these old rip, these old dudes weren't playing this shit back in the Bronx and all that stuff. And then I go back to um, check out uh, Bambada's record collection in New York at the university there and going through his records. And I was like, holy shit. He has you that were one? going through Bambada's records? Yeah, that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, was, you do, what were you doing like, back there? Wow. It was, um, it was, he had his whole collection. What would you do there to get go- there? Um, huh? <laughs> No, dude, I was. I, oh man, Mike. I was, Mike dude, asked, "What did you do to get there?" No, no it was it was at the New York University, Corn, not Cornell, but um, they were going through his collection and documenting it and all that. So they had wow. it open to the public. Oh, anyone okay. can go there, and um, and I was going through his records and and oh, man. oh my god, um, I was did like, you just have a flashback cover- right there. Your yeah, eyes yeah, back. like you think, like man, yeah. I'm the shit, you know, pretty much like, oh, I got this album, this album. And then yeah. you go through and they're like, oh, damn, he was, he was playing those songs too back yeah. then. But you know, you know what I mean? Nah, and then he had a mark too. Some of them he didn't have a mark, but his sure shots and he had them all like, it said sure shots on there and a huge box of them. And, and dude, there's so many records. So you went through wow. his, uh, his, his record collection. Dude, that'd yeah. be that'd be really fascinating. I was I was trying to get on the because they had some DJ playing him playing his records and I was like, man, this guy doesn't know what the fuck is he doing. Okay. I was like, I, so I grabbed a bunch of records. I was like, hey, play these. I was like, the breaks here, the breaks here, the break. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. like yeah, play these. Man. And I was like, oh man, and he was playing some shit that I've never heard before. And I was like, what the hell? And his records were all covered up, so I like try and take photos of the the lot number on the on the thing. <laughs> so I was like getting close ups. Um, but uh, where am I going with this? So, yeah, you know, he's the man. He has 
the all the, the taste of all those different types of genres of music he wasn't just listening to soul music he was listening to new wave yeah, and yeah. like gary newman and That's all sorts dope. of shit you know what i mean That's so that dope. rubbed on me as far as looking for records distill you can put the masturbation sign <laughs> the, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, you, what year was this when you uh, uh, you went through the record collection? Ah, uh, this this was like recently. This uh, was probably like two thousand and ten or eleven. Oh, okay. Or so. Oh wow. It was when we went out for a Food Network star, Stacy, and um, was was, like, was what, going out there for the finals. Yeah, that's probably two thousand. Yeah, that's I remember, yeah, thirteen. Because yeah. I remember when uh, when when you guys were doing all this. This is right before the accusations. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But um. <laughs> But yeah, it was just amazing. It was a, it was amazing. Like going through his records and like, damn, that's trans, that's trans Europe Express. That's yeah. the freaking song he was using on. Yeah, like he was brand. I mean, I got Europe. chill. I still Express. get chills from He's that. He's getting dude. chills. I, I can tell that you're getting yeah, chills. Like playing it rock yeah. acetates yeah. and like wow. all these like. The table's gonna start lifting. Dude, and I, dude no, <laughs> I, I walked boner. in there and I looked, the first thing I did was like looked around for cameras, right? Because you wanted to steal everything. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't do that. But, but dude, I could have walked out. There were some fucking records, wow. dude. I'm sure some scumbag went in there and took some records. Dude, that's actually Probably. pretty. And it's that's co- actually a yeah, pretty cool exhibit. Every single album was marked. It said, you know, uh, not it didn't say African Bambada. It said, um, um. I kill or so, something like that is like a name <laughs> and then it said name. number you know the hashtag number uh 4052 or whatever and then the next one would be like 10,000 you know and he numbered Did you just refer as the pound sign as a hashtag uh pound sign sorry <laughs> He said he said hashtag the number Wait <laughs> wait at sign is the hashtag that is, is the, the that's the pound sign Right. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Number sign. I don't know. You know what? We're, we're going with the time. Yeah. You got kids. You got kids, so it's okay. Yeah. It's um, all right. They. But anyway, they so, don't refer to the pound sign as uh, the pound sign. So I, I had that influence. So I would I wouldn't sleep on any records. Um. So I would like you know find a random country song or or it, and th- it had to be in that era of um sixty nine to seventy sixty nine. At that time, when I was heavily diggling, diggling, diggling. <laughs> heavily diggling, um, <laughs> I was keeping in the range of us, uh, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say I brought it off to 69, 60, uh, 65. I went from 69. I went from like seventy one to like around seventy seven is where I stayed. Then I started going out like seventy eight to eighty, and then you know seventy one to sixty. What are you talking about right now? Are you talking about like looking when, for records? Like when you're looking yeah. at the moment, yeah. Like, Al- Algar kind of schooled me on like records. Like, hey, uh, <coughs> if you look, if you go to thrift stores and you're trying to look for records, because they're they're buying them and selling them at the same, t- or they're just collecting. Um, but they weren't collecting breaks. They were collecting just like funk songs. Um, so they're like, hey, if you see like four dudes on the cover with afro and it's from this year buy it i was like okay so, oh, okay. so that's what yeah. i did you know even in montana i was i bought a bunch of that it was the only black family that lived up there and they were selling their records so Ooh. it was like a gold mine wow. i just like scored a bunch of montana yeah. yeah and i wasn't wow. i wasn't djing then 
But you um, bought all but the, you, those, yeah, that, that Black records. Family's records. Yeah, when I started re-listening to them, when I got them back you to San Diego. white devil, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Soul Searchers. I got a Soul Searchers album for 25 cents. It oh, was wow. um, Funk to the Folks dope. and all that. Wow. Yeah. But that, that's all really, uh, that's dope because you know what? I actually asked me, I've actually asked you this before. Like, what do you look for when you go and look for records? Because my thing is, is my thought is, is always like, if I wanted to follow in your footsteps, how could, how would I go about it? And you've always been kind of like uh, cryptic with that. Yeah, this is the first time you've ever yeah, said it's that. It's like either, you know, see the one white dude with the black dudes or the one black dude with the white dudes. Usually that's a good And then you said the time, the time the, period yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So you're almost guessing at the time. You're just yeah, like kind yeah, of that time going just, off of the, the the cover of the record, and you're yeah. like, um, "There's a black guy on it. It's gonna be good." Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you just bought that shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> later, when I started DJing and really getting the collecting, I would you know go to rec- places that had uh, you know where you could go and listen to um, the albums. They'd have listening docks, and um, just you know. Uh, Buy, grab a grip of records and then just go through them right there and then and, mm-hmm. and make a decision real quick. Um, and I did that, you know, all <clears throat> over pretty much hours at Midwest a time of day, and right? Northeast and all that stuff. Wherever I used to go on record buying trips and just take off and go to freaking uh, Nevada and just buy records. Wow. What's the most you've dropped in one record uh, hunting trip? Shit, man. Don't be embarrassed. Either, <laughs> hey, dude. China's not gonna listen to this, dude. Yeah, I mean, she, I she, know, she knows. We're like an hour was, in, she's not gonna listen yeah, to this. She, she mm. knows I had a, a huge addiction. And see, at the time when I was, I was a tattoo artist, <laughs> and so I, had, I forgot to mention that too. I was gonna say that disposable artist. money, somewhat, you know. But I was totally. Addicted. I meant to say that earlier. <laughs> and that's kind yeah. of an ADD, ADHD trait where you get really super focused and just like, and that's kind of I did that for a while. And um, anyways, um. You know, I can't remember. It had to be Guess quite amount because one one but time I bought year. I bought a record for three hundred fifty dollars for one break. Christ, what? man! I think yeah. I heard about that actually. Yeah. What? What record you, was that? I was about to ask you. It's, what was the uh, time that your wife got the most mad at you for buying a record? <laughs> That'd probably be the good time or a good uh, one to bring up. She didn't really uh, <laughs> know those things. <laughs> It was just the overall, like how much I spent, like, oh, okay. ridiculous, you know. Wow. And it, that, you know, at the time we're throwing all these events too, so we're blowing our money on on these. Just, uh, I don't want to say stupid events, but these events where we weren't making our money back, um, basically. Mm. They weren't we just, stupid though. Yeah, they weren't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You threw some pretty legendary events, man. Yeah, but we yeah. could have probably bought a house with all those events. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like uh, you know. Probably could have really made your life a lot better, but uh, yeah. you you put on some events that yeah, we all had to in. It was yeah. for hip hop, okay, it man. Was for our it was for hip hop. Yeah, I mean, we loved doing it. So, I mean, at the time, we didn't complain until you know later. We're like, oh man, damn. I mean, like, uh, what was the, the first one? Was it Rocketon? The first one you threw? Um, no, I threw one in ninety. I gotta look at, the, think of the fire in my head. I think it was ninety five. It was actually the event that kind of Cross said that I inspired him to do freestyle session. No way. It was uh, Dance Fever. Him? It was called Dance Fever. Dance Fever. Yeah, and it was through Z90, and it was oh, in Chula shit. Vista at a, uh, what do you call it? At one of those boys and girls clubs. <coughs> YMCA? On, by 3rd Street. 
Okay. Yeah, and yeah. um, and it was kind of like a disaster event. Really? Yeah. Were there any I'd... fights there? No, no, no <laughs> fights. It's just um, uh, one of those things. There tends to be fights at your jam. It just it didn't. Feel, it didn't. <laughs> or things feel, that you're spinning yeah. at. I mean, it didn't feel. I mean, it was a group effort as well. I mean, we had like I think the Zulu Nation involved, San Diego Zulu Nation. Um, uh, but you know, it was just like, um, yeah. It just it just was. I don't know. It could have been better. I mean, that's what you know. Cross made it better. He made it a, a you know. He took stepped it up, I guess. Um, and he made freestyle sessions. But um, but yeah, I had no involvement with like, you know, the actual music of it, the DJs. At, I mean, although there was like, um, what do you call it? Unique and um, and Stephen Flex. Um, the God, what was the name of their crew? Um, Cutfather too was involved. Oh, Cutfather. Yeah. I think he was the host probably. But um, yeah, it just wasn't. It just wasn't. It wasn't the right time yet. You're, you're talking I about think, the, I think even the turnout wasn't that good. We're talking about the Empire DJs. Yeah, the, thank you, thank you, the Empire DJs. Um, I think they went by a different name at that time, though. They may, they probably did. That was like even earlier. Damn, I feel bad. I can't re- remember the name. But anyways, uh, well, they were part of Rock City too at the time. Um, I need to use the restroom. Um, yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, you know it it is. Is. I just want to carry out my thought. Um, so that was like the official. First breaking event I ever uh, either helped throw, it depends on who you look at, who's talking about it, or I threw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think it was really my idea. Um, and we got the Z90 hookup through, because they advertised it on Z90, and mm. that was through Buys 1 when he was working mm. with um, uh, Z90 at the time. He was uh, getting to the radio thing because... Mm. Um, and he's from, uh, Baez was from, uh, uh, um, what's that place in the middle of nowhere? And I think freaking Stalamets is from there. Po one freaking oh, Modesto. Yeah. From Modesto. He's originally from Modesto and his buddies, um, what are those, those, uh, Mexican twins, uh, Sasso Neddy. No. <laughs> oh, that's Laurel and Hardy um, of uh, Rock So Far. They did the, was it the Wake Up Show? Not the Wake Up Show. No, he's friends. Oh, uh, he knew, he knew, he you're talking about too. the. He knew him too. He was friends with that dude too as well. Um, no, you're talking about the. Uh, he's he's fucking... beyond MTV. Um, uh, not the black dude, but the two Mexican brothers. They had the. They, damn it, dude! It's on the tip of my tongue. They're from Modesto. Um, or Bakersfield. No, he's from Bakersfield. There you go. Baker Brothers. Thank you. Baker that's Brothers. it right there. Right See, there, man. Connection. So anyways, but so I think he was trying to do that, you know, like like, oh they they could do it, I could do it type of thing. But anyway, so he's working at Z ninety and doing a bunch of stuff. So that's how he kinda promoted that event as well. I have no idea why that went that way, but whatever. Um, so that hey. was the ver- their very first event I did. And but besides that then it was Rockathon was but that was in 90... It was like 98? Yeah, it had to have been 99. Or 2000. 2000, I think. Maybe. Really quick, dude. You yeah. gotta take a piss, take a piss, dude. Yeah, I, I gotta yeah. go. Finish that out. So, uh, Saki's been drinking some of these IPAs and their double IPAs. Um, so, let's backtrack really quick. Saki was talking about uh, a club that he used to go to um, on Hancock Street. Back in the day, and back then it was called Club Montage. We actually touched upon oh, that yeah. in our last uh, interview with yeah. uh, Sweet Chuck. I had to text Sweet Chuck right now because I forgot the name, and he just texted me and said it is uh, Montage, which is now Spin Night Club. Yeah. Uh, down the street from uh, if you guys practice 
you're dancing at a studio. It's down the street from Culture Shock. <laughs> yeah, spin. Yeah. yeah, I think it was it was called Montage. For it was a still while. Montage. Oh, no, recently, uh, right? Yeah, like right. until like maybe eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like eight, Jeez. ten years ago. Yeah. Wow. Man, there's a lot of shit I want to bring up to Saki, but he's like on a like. Um, he goes on these rants. He's yeah, on like a memory yeah. train. It, there's right a now. lot of history in that guy, so he's like. Yeah. But we did make those jokes about like uh, him being around. And not only being around, he didn't always just stay in San Diego. I mean, he lived in El Paso for a while, yeah. uh, back east. I mean, he's traveled around. Yeah. I mean, you heard him bring up Montana. So he's, like, been everywhere. Yeah. So he's kind of like the hip-hop Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. In a sense that he's, like, witnessed all these things. I mean, like, if you... The more and more he tells stories, the more you're just like, wait, so you're, you're, you're affiliated with that, too? Like, every great moment that's ever happened? In hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I mean, he doesn't mean it as in like he's he's owning these things, but it's uh. But he was right there. Yeah. When so, it happened. So in a, in a, inadvertently, he's he's like a hip hop historian, you know, can really like lay down like the story of how things were. Yeah. How it went. But the thing that is kind of cool, he never actually told a bunch of influences, which uh, which I was actually kind of excited about. Like when you were talking yeah. about that book, so <clears throat> okay. influences, Saki. I've asked you over the years multiple times. Where the fuck did you get influence uh, from? Um, tonight, you actually revealed a few gems that I've never ever okay. heard you say. Like, you know, the book, which, um, what's the name of that book? That uh... Uh, Well, there's um, Hip Hop Illustrated, and then there is another one called Hip Hop 2. That was by Stephen Hager. Or, I always get the, ma- the names Stephen messed up. Stephen Hagar? Uh, Sammy Hay? Van Halen? Yeah, the singer from uh, Van Halen? Cabo well, Wabo? Michael, Michael Holman did the one for the, with the New York City one, okay. the illustrated one. And that one's packed full of good information. Really good because it's fresh. It's like 84, 83, you know what I mean? Right then and there. Um, but the hip-hop, the one with... Um, I'm breathing deeply. Um, the one with um, Lee on the cover doing a head spin. From Beat Treat. Yeah. Um, that one is Stephen Hay. He's the one who originally wrote uh, the script for Beat Street. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what's his name, screwed it all up. Anyways, um, his he wrote the script to Beat Street. And he did a lot of research and went into the Bronx and all that stuff and did the dirty work and got a lot of good information out of it. And didn't... Um, it it's 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 really good. It's not um, as you say, bastardized or whatnot. It's not mm-hmm. stripped down. Yeah, okay. it's not like a, a hip hop vibe vibe magazine no, hip hop. Okay. You yeah. know where it's like the first two chapters are good, and then they get to the West Coast, and it just goes downhill from there. And it's like, oh, the eight, and then it's already in the nineties, and you're like, come on, yeah. that's fucking hilarious that you're using Vibe magazine as an example for uh, yeah, because I went out watered like, down uh, poor Vibe. I, I bought that one. Business. <laughs> I was excited when it first came out. I was like, oh, this is gonna be good because yeah. you know Vibe had some good information in their magazine at the time. Yeah, you know? at the time, yeah. And then I was like so disappointed. I was like, damn. Anyways, um. Really quick, Saki. Yeah. Club Montage. That's the name you were looking for earlier. Hancock Street. No, 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 no. No? Um, it's, uh, what the hell is it? It's, it's like World Beat Center or World Beat Center. Dude, or... World Beat Center is a mobile park. No, no, no. It used to be down in, um, at the, on Hancock Street. They tore it down. Or by Culture Shock. Yeah, there used to be two clubs. One's like a reggae one and the other one is, um, I think it's the World Beat Center. 
Um, Holy shit! You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, I used, to, I used to work with uh, Cool T and uh, and Curtis Blow doing a night. I was like kind of the artist doing a night there, and um, that's actually a good moment because they did the Wild Style anniversary event there. Uh huh. No that. one showed up. Ooh, this San Diego. Uh, Typical San Diego. No one. It was, it was Eddie Styles was there. Solomon no, was there, wasn't he? Um. What? Maybe it was probably it was probably them, um, you know the group we all rolled around with. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was uh, Grandmaster Kaz was DJing. The fuck. And this was probably ninety six or ninety seven. It, it had been either a twenty year anniversary or a twenty fifth anniversary of Wild Style. Like I know that story. <clears throat> we because, went to L A too. Yeah. For that as well. Because Solomon went with you guys, that's and he told to... me about it. Yeah. So okay. That, that's that's the reason why I. I, I I remember. Yeah, so no one showed up. It was just us in there and Kaz, and he was playing all breaks. And I was just like, that was the moment where I was like, oh shit, I got a DJ. Dude, I feel bad for that. Because <laughs> I was like, what is he playing? <laughs> oh, right. yeah. What is he? It was just amazing, like music. And I was just going out after, 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 after. I was so hyped. I was like, this music is badass. <laughs> That's and, awesome. Um, that, then we went up to the one up in uh, L.A. Uh, where Ice-T was at and, and China battled uh, Asia for like a quick round. That was oh, pretty wow. funny. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So, that was, a, so that was a moment that actually influenced you as far as like, all right, I'm going to DJ and I'm going to DJ yes, this Cats. type of music. Yes, yes. yes. So that's wow. interesting. Definitely, because the music he was playing, it was so, I mean... At the time, <clears throat> I didn't know much about breaks at all, but the music he was playing and how he was, jack, 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 you know, cutting and just, it sounded right. And I was like, wow, I never heard this music before. And I remember for us, like, uh, so that was, uh, that was actually around the time that I met you. And that's actually around the time that I actually got into breaking mm-hmm. and there was like this resurgence and everyone was like super excited. Like I was hanging out with, uh. Solomon, you know, uh, B-Boy Draw, B-Boy Optic, uh-huh. and they were all hyped on the music. And the music, which is what you're describing, it's like, you know, all the breaks. And that was the thing. Is like They were like, oh, dude, he's spinning the stuff that, like, you're meant to break to. Mm. And, like, that was an exciting time for mm. uh, for us, you know, because yeah. like, we're going. And that was actually a big influence. And the funny thing is about that is, like, that moment that influenced you, it actually influenced a lot of things because... When we did the get down, that was like, you know, and, you know, I, I know it happened with you guys, too, because you guys did your events in that same type of vibe, where it's like you're playing a certain type of music, you're mm-hmm. going for a certain type of feel. And that was kind of like a shift in San Diego mm. to where, like, events used to be um, kind of playing a lot of, like, Wu-Tang, a lot of 90s yeah. hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard 93 Till Infinity every time, yeah. like, uh, there was mm-hmm. a B-Boy event. And then all of a sudden, you and Maine had your own, like, as breakbeat DJs, you guys had your own sound and vibe. Right. You know, which created, I think, like, something kind of unique and, or, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's unique, but it was definitely something that felt different. It was different. Yeah, yeah. it was it totally different. different yeah. yeah, no one else was, even the guys in New York, they weren't even, that I know of were playing. The funny thing is, is we found that, that out after the fact, because Optic went to New York, he was like, you know what, they didn't play any breaks. You know, yeah, so yeah. it was really a moment that you experienced. And then influence our city, and then you know we we didn't see it elsewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, at the time I was still barely because I had knee injuries when I was living in El, El Paso, 
Um, so at the time, I was still going to b-boy events, and, you know, I'm still listening, and then, like, you know, everyone's playing. I'm like a bitter man. When I went to New York for the Rocksteady anniversary, it was like, was it 20 years or 25 years? Well, it was one of the big one. I was on one of the panels um, in the Bronx at the point. No and, big um, deal, right? No, no big deal. <laughs> no. Uh, like NBD. Whatever, you know. NBD. No big surprise. Yeah. But, um... I was like on the talking about the graffiti or whatever, which is kind of bizarre. Um, um, and I was kind of arguing with uh, um, what's his name, not King Uprock, but um, freaking it was, he was like Kenny's buddy. He he was like the cleanup man at B Boy Summit two, no three. Burn, burn, yeah. Burn. He would like like destroy people with like real quick moves, like pop 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 pop. And, free, and, and then go but I kind of got in an argument with him you want to talk about it? a little it? bit um, what was the argument about? it's probably over graffiti like who did um, no 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 it was something like um, I think is a legal aspect or something like that I was like I think it was a, like oh it's only real if it's illegal <coughs> or, or something oh. like that hmm. um, but I was trying to tell him like yeah UGA in 71 they're painting on canvases already at that time and trying to sell them and mm-hmm. and that's still legit graffiti you know it's probably something like that yeah um but a lot of people were like ooh. But anyways so um, wait wait wait, wait. So, wait what was your stance you burned the burn maybe, maybe. <laughs> wait wait so your stance like, was that one? like it doesn't have to be illegal to be graffiti yeah no I mean, it's if it's an art form it's although those kids at the time were not you know, thinking what they're doing was. I even talked to some of those guys from UGA, the originators, and they're like, "Nah, dude, this graffiti's not an art. It's you know." But I said, "Your name is United Graffiti Artists. Come on." I mean, right. But now you're telling me it's not. You know what I mean? Like that's your name, but right, now right, you're right. telling me it's like graffiti is not an art. But that's in. You know what I mean? It's in. He's like, we called it writing, and in which you know, yeah, that's true. You did. But to me, it's an art form. You know, it's it, that's interesting. Even yeah. if it's illegal, it's still an art form. Right, right, right. No, I hear you. I hear you. So, um, but you know what's funny about that is that uh, you and I did that uh, KTLA uh, mm-hmm. segment. Uh, geez, I don't know, like eight years ago. Yeah. And as we were doing the segment, I was pretending to draw on a black book because they needed an extra person to do graffiti. Yeah. Uh, Chor was doing a piece behind me. Mm-hmm. I think you were DJing, and they were yep. interviewing you about a graffiti, about mm-hmm. graffiti. But they they uh, they surprised us. They had the police chief come on before yeah. and talk <laughs> a whole group of shit about graffiti first. Yeah, yeah. So then cue Saki to talk about graffiti, and he's like, "Hey, Saki, so what do you think about uh, the police chief just saying that it's just crime and vandalism and so and so? And can graffiti be an art form? Yeah. Do you remember what you said, Saki?" Break yourself, fool! Not per um, batum. Is that the word? <laughs> I'm gonna post that shit later. Master tonight. Batum. Because, uh, batum. because you're just like, well, because uh, uh, remember when Saki. When the, uh, when, I do my own sound effects, by the way. When, when, he, he when knows the, the lights come on <laughs> and the camera starts rolling, Saki gets uh, a little monotone. He's like, well, well, you know, the kids just just got to do their thing. <laughs> that was like your answer. Yeah. I mean, I can't disagree. I can't disagree with it, and I, you know, it's. That's part of the culture. It, it was is. done it illegally, is. you know. And that does—that yeah. is one of the things that attracts a lot of the people to it—is being the outlaw artist. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know? yeah. you're almost it's like a ninja. You know, you go out at night and you're like you're 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 being trying to be unseen and and get up. Yeah, I mean, when I saw yeah. it in that 
Dreams Don't Die. It was rom- romanticized, and I was like, oh yeah, I could do that. I too. can tell. I can tell yeah. that you were uh, you were uh, affected by the uh, by it, man. You were definitely influenced by it, right? Yeah. Was it called Dreams Don't Die? Dreams Don't Die. Yeah, I looked it up. Okay. And um, you know, like I said, at the right time, I was in the right mind frame too. You know, I was into freestyle BMX and and skateboarding and not which. A lot of people try and put skateboarding and graffiti in the same context, but I'm not trying to do that. No, you're not. I, I don't really disagree. I don't really agree with that. A lot like, oh, skateboarding has an influence on graffiti. You know, <laughs> no. no, it doesn't. Or punk rock. Like, not the the art form I'm talking about doesn't really. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you know, like, I, I yeah, okay. Go ahead. Um. Well, I'd say it had to be as far as being open to hip-hop culture. Because one, um, with freestyle BMX, uh, which was invented in Spring Valley, I don't think a lot of people what? know that. Wait, come on. Wait, wait, wait. Back, back the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Freestyle fuck? BMX. Biking oh, bikes. BMX bikes. Oh, gonna, I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot of... It was invented in Spring Long podcast. Are you telling me... That freestyle. Hey, we can go three hours if you want, dude. I don't care. Yeah. I want to hear this, this shit. This is a special. <laughs> this yeah. is a little like special edition. I mean, if you said in front of Hamels down in uh, Mission Valley, I'd, nope. you know, Mission Beach, I'd understand, but nope. Spring nope. Valley nope. invented. Nope. Yes, okay, let's hear it. Well, how, how was Spring okay. Valley the uh, birthplace of BMX? This is the crazy connection. Okay, so you have Santa Monica, right? Which right. is like far as fuck away from Spring Valley. Right, right. So the guys are surfing there, you know. Santa Monica's a wreck. The pier's all destroyed. Looks like shit. We all see Dogtown. Down. So, you know, the skateboarder kids are watching these surfers. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, just do that. So they do that. They invented this whole new craze, whatever. So all these skate parks start popping up everywhere. And one of them was in Spring Valley called Skateboard Heaven. And um, it was a pretty badass place. It used to have the huge, um, what do you call it? They put those pipe. No, it's the freaking things that they put underneath the ground to uh, sewer pipes, like the big oh, forty oh, foot. Oh, yeah. yeah so okay. kids, kids used to try and on skateboards try and freaking do the loop. Do a loop on there. That shit's fucking nuts. Anyways, <laughs> um, so this skateboard park is really super popular. So. One of the neighborhood kids in Spring Valley that moved to Spring Valley from up north somewhere was named Bob Harrow. And him and his friend... What? John, really? Yeah, John Swanigan, um, or Schwanigan, I can never pronounce his name right. Um, they were Swanson. out front of Skateboard Same. Heaven. It's, if people are familiar with the Spring Valley, there's a big T. A big T? Oh yeah, um, it's uh, that yeah. parking lot. So where the 125 goes over, that used to be skateboard heaven. Is that in that area? And um, and there used to be a movie theater where I saw a double feature of um, science fiction. Um, no, I saw bed bed knobs and broomsticks and uh, <laughs> and uh, some other Disney movie. No, but I saw uh, Purple Rain and um, I think it was. Breaking two or something like that. There was a the theater movie? over there. I was watching Purple Rain. I was like, oh man, hip hop is dead. <laughs> no, I didn't say. Hip-hop <laughs> dead, but I, I was like, Breaking's gonna die. Yeah. Um, you know, because Prince. So everyone got started dressing like Prince after that movie. But anyways, so there was a movie theater there. Um, where the hell am I going? So anyway, so so they saw these guys skateboarding, right? And these guys are already doing BMX, like racing and all that stuff. And Bob. 
Haro used to be a, a dirt bike rider and all that stuff. So anyways, so they're kind of crazy. Um, this was around 76, 77. Um, I moved to Spring Valley in 76. So they're watching these dudes skateboard, right? So uh -huh. they are, they said, shit, let's try it. So they started riding the pipe. They started doing, trying to ride like how Riding the skateboarders the are. Uh -huh. Isn't that kind of weird? Like with surfing to skateboarding to BMX, like it. Like, got a, oh, a lot to the Hawaiians and Tahitians, man. What? what? So, anyways, yeah, seriously, Damn. think about it. They, no, no, uh, Saki, our, Saki our just, surfers, just dropped a bomb our, on that, Art bro. just actually looked everything up on Google, and then he turned and made this face like, oh, my God, Mike. Really it's quick. Legit. Really quick. Let me read this sentence really quick. Bob really got started uh, racing and riding for a sponsor for Molina's Bike Shop. He was one of the small group of BMXers in the town that performed many of the common tricks. Uh, around 1976, he got into BMX bicing, uh, biking by racing his brother's bike out behind a bike shop in San Diego. No, wow. no, what's funny is... Um, but they didn't say Spring Valley, though. <laughs> that, that, it's now, still now, San Diego, though. Right. Bob doesn't really... He does not like Spring Valley at all. Did he get beat okay, down by some cholos? No, nah, I, I got some crazy stories, but I won't get into <laughs> Well, we'll talk about them next anyways, podcast. So, um... The funny thing is that you say his brother, me and my friend Kaz used to teach his brother how to break. Wow. Along with, um, uh, his name was Rhino, his younger brother or whatever. Because they're strippers. They're uh, uh, male, male strippers. <laughs> what really? the fuck? I got Yeah, so they hired us to, to teach them how to break so they could do these moves on stage. While they're stripping? It's pretty funny. Oh, God. Man, Sasa, you ever thought about that? Okay, so. Yeah, I have, actually. <laughs> actually, as a kid growing up, I would ask, I would tell my mom and my grandma, hey, mom, uh, how would you feel if I became a stripper? And they'd be like, totally supportive. And be like, well, mijo, whatever gets you money and you're not cleaning toilets. Damn. Damn. <laughs> He's got legs. So he knows how to use them. <laughs> so... So segue to I guess to that or whatever. Uh -huh. So so they would watch these guys and then they um so basically the, the, I think it was called a, a fakey or a rock walk or something. So Bob did um you know you put on the front brakes your your back tire swings around and then you do another kick and that that was he had some photographer dude take a photo of him and that was the start of it. And at the time, he was illustrating. Also, I made this other crazy connection just recently. Um, I was looking at because I'm 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 planning on shh, don't do I'm planning on doing a Bob Haro. Uh, um, you just told everybody that listens. Well, I know, Dude, there's but, only ten people who listen to this. It's all good. I know, but uh, I'm planning on doing a uh, a piece for him, like a like an actual. Are you still in contact with this dude? Uh, he's a family friend. Yeah, he my my brother married his sister. What? Um, yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> nonchalant. You never knew nonchalant. That. You guys never knew that. No, I never knew that. No, bro. Fucking yeah. okay. So, anyways, um, <laughs> look at your so face, this, Mike. this is also crazy. God dang, I got so many damn stories. All these memories. Yeah, I know. Back. That's why uh, so. when when we introduced you, we talked about how how you're just like. Of fuck involved in you're the in, forest gump of uh of everything yeah it's, it's kind of weird if um, urban urban uh uh fucking culture yeah from uh graffiti to either bike, that or I'm a really good liar <laughs> yeah, yeah either or right no, no it's true story I mean I got photos of his um this is 
God dang it. There's so many different crazy cool connections here. I got photos of his, um, was it a Porsche? Um, it was like only four or five made in the world at the time. And um, it's parked out in front of our house. I got photos of it. But his, god dang it, I'm going way too crazy far. Okay, anyways. So they would they would imitate the skateboarders, basically. And that's how it all started. Um, freestyling. And then they started doing shows at DMX parks and stuff like that, too. On ramps and stuff. And, yeah. And, and actually, Bob, he started um, uh, creating these... How he made his money, how he made his first, um, I think it was like sixty, seventy thousand dollars or whatever, um, in 1977 or something. Um, at the time, everyone who was racing with bikes at race clinic, they had whack ass uh, uh, paper plate um, uh, nameplates. And Bob's already into art and all that stuff. So he sees this and he's like, oh, I'm going to, I'll make some plates. So he started making plastic ones and, and designing them and then. I think he had them on his bike, and people were like, oh, where'd you get those? Oh, I'll make them for you. So he, that's how he started his business. That's those how it got started. Go, yeah. Those yeah. plates that go in the back of your bike. Front, yeah. on the front, on the, the um, where your handlebars are, to, to race. Oh, oh, no. So, yeah, so he's the first cat to actually, like, DYI basically that's kind of like hip hop too because he kind of created something out of nothing and just that's punk rock it. too and punk rock yeah very punk rock um so to go back to what I was saying about being influenced um Bob used to listen to, in the Harlow team um a lot of them grew up in Spring Valley like Tony Murray and dude I never fucking knew that yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, a lot of people don't. It's nuts. Yeah, like, and especially, like, I lived in Spring Valley, like, to... Where'd you live in Spring Valley? Dude, I lived in your neighborhood. I lived on the <laughs> other side of Bangor. Oh, your neighbor, dude. Uh, do you do you know uh, Andy? Uh, well, how close TV? did you live to Spring Valley? You know Andy? I lived Hamish. on Ramona and San Carlos. I lived off Hamishoff, Ildica. Yeah, Bob lived, like, on... Bob, like, lived in my neighborhood. Bob Harrow lived, like, yeah, close by there. Get the fuck out like, of here. Bike. By Kempton Street. Are you serious? Area. Yeah, like St. George or something like okay, that. Okay, so like if you... I, did, I didn't know that at the time, dude. I was getting all these magazines <laughs> like BMX Plus, BMX Action, drawing all these Bob Harlow cartoons and drawing the logo and all this stuff. Um, that well, that was pre-logo. Oh. But like his his characters, and there's also another, uh, that was 78 or something, like Radical Rick or something. Um, that was a huge influence. But um, yeah, I did. This this is why I'm telling you. Remember, I talked about earlier about like, oh my, oh I didn't, you know, you know, Beastie Boys. Oh yeah, Patricia's gonna marry some guy named uh, Rick Rick Rubin or yeah, you know, so was, like that. Yeah, where 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 my sister, and my brother. Oh yeah, they hang out with freaking Bob and them all the time up the str like a block away, where all the kids used to hang out on, get, smoke weed or whatever, and all right, smoke so, cigarettes, yeah. <laughs> but like I, right up my street. But real quick, um, real quick though, let, let me let me say this. So I if no you're listening, I, I had no idea. If you're listening time. to this and you have no idea where Spring Valley is, which I don't know how, it's it's kind of a shithole. Like as hey, a kid man, living there, chill. Hey, he lives I'm there. I'm about to live there. Oh, it, it, yeah. but, well, what I mean I'm about is to like, move there. It was what pretty I mean grimy. Is, what, I mean is, what I mean is, is like it's a type of place. Like it has real. It has you don't pockets, think of it. it. Has pockets of really really nice areas. But like, but the thing is, is that uh, that's pretty fascinating. Is like when I when I sit there and I think about all this great shit that came out of it. Yeah. Like you wouldn't think it would come from a place like Spring Valley if you were to drive through it. Like, isn't that is that yeah. pretty fair? 
Yeah, I mean, like, especially in the 70s and Like, what you just described, 80s. like, if that was, like, fucking, uh, I don't know, Calabasas, that would make sense. You're like, oh, Calabasas? Yeah, Haro lived there and he made bikes? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But in Spring Valley, we're like, dude, there, there's not a lot in Spring it's not, Valley. There's yeah. not a lot. Yeah. There's I mean, not a lot. And it's pretty, it's pretty, it has some really hood areas. But we had fun, though. We had fun. Dude, there. Spring Valley was and, so much fun. And, and the crazy thing is where I lived, I, I, in 1985, I painted Mickey Mouse and uh, Minnie Mouse on my uh, mom's house. <laughs> Sounds wrong. Um, <laughs> it, it, got, it got popular. It made the news and all that stuff, news channels. TV, no big whatever. deal. I mean, I was so, just on TV for the eighth time as a kid. Well, that's kind of the start when I became a media whore. <laughs> um, so anyway, and you could see it from the street. You could, from up top, you could see the Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse and i didn't do anything i did it all with spray paint but it was not graffiti related if you want to you know could be street artists if you want to call it that anyway so the hill that i lived next door before our house was built that was a famous bmx hill where people would bomb down that hill and they called it bloody murder um what was the street uh san carlos and ramona comes to a dead end and um yeah so that was like a famous famous spot before we even moved there and uh-huh. that's all those dudes used to ride their dirt bikes and bmx bikes because that was all new development um i don't know where i'm why was it bloody murder yeah, yeah bloody murder it's funny because i was talking to this um actually it was one of um somehow optics connection mm-hmm. she's like oh I, li- I live from spring you know i live in spring valley i was like oh yeah really she's like oh yeah um she's like oh i lived there in like 80 or something or 85 or 86 or something like oh that's crazy we used to paint on grand avenue she's like oh i think i remember seeing you driving you guys were painting out the car or something but anyways um <laughs> i like that and, voice and she got older yeah. like in the 90s or something i don't know but anyways, she, got she got older in the 90s <laughs> well i mean she was young i don't know how old she was she, was, she had to been like 20 23 24 i don't know talking about optic here um, <laughs> <laughs> optics of vampires so. i shouldn't talk right but anyways um so i was talking to her i was like oh you live in spring valley so yeah i lived in spring valley too i lived on uh, san carlos and ramona she's like oh right by bloody murder i was like what how like, how in the hell did that's like that's bloody, crazy yeah. like it probably came from the 60s and said you know what i mean so someone yeah. was bloody murder explain that it, it's just a gnarly hill it's <laughs> Not that gnarly now because they had to grade it and do some other stuff, but mm. it used to be a pretty good hill that you could ride your bike down and then wow. and build the jump and, and go. Oh, okay, and especially when when we had a um sorry I'm talking too far away from the mic. Yeah, they had cool. um we had a pipe bus out front of our yard, so they had to dig it all up, and um that created a nice like ramp. Man, I broke so many like torquer frames off hitting that jump. I was like into well at the time it wasn't there's was no such thing as big air but I was kind of a crazy kid I would just like freaking go as high as I can and freaking uh. land it and the bike would just go. Pfft. Um. Anyways, are you still tripping out, Mike? Dude, are you still tripping out? So hard because your right, face so, is just like so. Listen, like, in awe. So, Spring Valley had sake in it, right? Which. You know, Saki's done a lot. Yeah. Had East Whip. Had Cross One. <laughs> I mean, those three people alone did a lot. Significant. Right? Yeah. And others. Rhythm Bugs or something. I mean, Rhythm Bugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rhythm Bugs. I mean, there's so many people that are from Spring Valley that are, like, just influenced. They're, like, influencers. Mike Logic? Yeah, yeah you can see. D- you can put, Days? You can put, yeah. 
Is oh yeah, he? oh yeah, all of them. Like yeah. so, it's like um, so we've made that joke before. A that lot like, of hip hop came out of Spring the, Valley. The guitarist from uh, Metallica used to live there. Which one? The newer guy. No, no, no. The Kirk Kirk Hammond. No, um, no, I'm thinking about the bassist. Oh, no. Well, the guitarist no. is Kirk. I think it was Metallica. One of those groups. The bassist is a Mexican dude. One of those groups. No, I, I can't remember. It's, it's like I don't think it's Metallica. It's someone else. Um, I can't. I'm, I'm not into heavy metal or anything like that, but. Except for old Ozzy first album, of course. But um <laughs> But I think I know where you're going. Uh we we've made that reference to where we call Spring it the, Valley. Uh, the Bronx of uh of San Diego. Yeah, that was kind of a nickname too. Right. Because there's just wow. so many people who are like, you know, big influencers and they came from Spring Valley and it's such a small community. You know, like it's not very right. big. You could walk across it and like but when you went there and like when I went there in ninety three, I mean it was just a hotbed for like Graffiti, especially graffiti, skateboarding, a bunch of other stuff. I mean, like, uh, in addition to that, like, uh, the, the Spring Valley swap meet with skateboarding and all these other things. It's like, it's kind of crazy that that community, being so small, was such a big influence, like, to the rest of the To a like, lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was kind of tame, actually, um, yeah. in Spring Valley at that time, as far as, like, graffiti goes. It was more so in the 80s. That's Believe funny. it or not, it was kind of crazy. We had, like, like 10 or something something stupid amount of number of yards that we used to have there legal and illegal wow it was pretty crazy yeah it was fun because like the cops didn't know what the heck was going on or you know people didn't know what was, what was going on you're just seeing all these murals pop up everywhere and graffiti pieces and stuff yeah i remember <clears> uh, <throat> being there and there's just graffiti everywhere just everywhere i mean as a kid, it was like, "Whoa, this is awesome! This is what I want to do!" Like it was, it was an awesome time to be there. But uh, then the crackdown happened, you know. You said that there's a lot of cholos out in. Uh, there was a lot of gangsters. There's yeah, a lot, there was a lot of gangsters. Just the gang gangsters. It was just, a, it was just gangsters in general. SVLs was the you had Spring Valley, you know, SVL Spring Valley locals, and then you had Lamita Village Seven O's. They had all the and, bloods. Um, well, I'm I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, they yeah, had, like had some bloods. Those, yeah, those came later. I got I actually got robbed by one of the leaders of the Bloods in San Diego. That's another. You're like the Kevin story. Bacon of uh, <laughs> of all things. Like that was like, that like was you, a, in some way you're connected. That was to everything. a cra- I was so pissed. You met Kevin Bacon. I was so pissed off. No, we were playing out front of Zero's house. This had to been '86. I had a bomber jacket on. We we're playing. We we're throwing football, and all of a sudden I see this black dude come running up. And I thought it was my friend Charles, Charles Leon, um, who's friends with James Monaghan. These are like BMX guys, and and uh, you know. I think it's great that you gave James Monaghan full go- names, and yeah. like you're all like, he's friends with so and so. Well, they're kind of the they're son like, of so and so. They're kind of like Spring Valley legend. Local, uh, you know what I mean? Like you say their names. Bob people, <laughs> well, you know, at the, I, in their, their own ca- world, in their ca- own, characters. Their own, right? Yeah. Okay. Spring so. Valley um, I think, yeah, see, it was James Monaghan. See, why I bring him up is because James Monaghan's brother, Chris Monaghan, I would teach Chris and Ron Harrow and I forgot, Scott Harrow, I think, How to Break. Me and Richie, we'd teach him, and we'd listen to Scorpio over and over and over again. Scorpio by Grandmaster Flash. You know what I mean? That's what we'd teach him, you know, so they could do their thing on stage. Um, So anyways, so that's why I brought him up. Um, so, uh, 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 I just came to a dead end. Brain fart. You're bringing up uh, Leon, a bunch I, of black dudes. Well, yeah, I, I thought he was my friend. Um, what, what was the, 
Leon, right? Leon. Ran and up on you. Sean Leon? Wait, what was it? I totally <laughs> Charles, forgot. Charles, his, Charles, thank you. I totally <laughs> forgot his name. So I thought it was him. Like, I was like, oh, hey. And he freaking, dude, this was so smooth. He he put his arm, like the opposite arm in my sleeve, whipped me around, and put on my jacket in one motion. And he was gone. That's some smooth shit. And I was like, your jacket that way. Even when you get robbed, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it was pretty funny. But I, I, to be honest, when I was walking home, man, I was saying some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Bunch like of some, bombs. You're being racist. Yeah, you? I was. I admit it. I admit it. But you know, Damn. I was so mad. But I wasn't. You know, I'm not a hateful person. But I was so pissed off. I was just like, Arr. so anyway. So I get home, and my friend, um, uh, uh, God, what's the name? Um, Bob Hart. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, uh, Eric, uh, Eric Coffee. Levon Moore. Uh, East Swift knows who Levon Moore is. Um, <laughs> and he was kind of a wannabe graffiti. He used to write sane and all that stuff. He's funny. I love that dude. He passed away recently. Well, now he got shot by a cop in Texas. Holy shit. Yeah, he was, he was on the freeway naked and something happened and they shot him, dude. It sucks. So, anyway, so he <laughs> calls me up. And he, a, he actually, a I think, stole some. Black books. I had so many black books, and they all got stolen from the eighties. Anyways, so he calls me up. He's all, he's all. I I know who has your jacket. I was like, <laughs> what? He's all. Yeah, his name is um. God, I can't remember his name. You don't have to say names. It, his, he's the leader of the Bloods. I was like, the leader of the Bloods. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, a magician with it too, like a Jackie Chan. Alakazoo. <laughs> mind you, this is before the movie Colors came out, so you know, little leaks of Bloods and, and it wasn't re- it's were wasn't the, known then. Were the gangsters just, uh like different back then? Like, did they do yeah, trickery to yeah. like rob people? I was actually. I was actually, I befriended one of the Crip leaders at my high oh, school oh, that was from 30th Street in, in uh, Sherman Hyde area, um, which is another crazy story. So anyways, so he calls me, he's like, he's a leader of the blood. So I was like, what the hell, really? He's like, he found out that your sister's a cop. He doesn't want any trouble. Um, your sister was he, already a he, cop back he's, hab- he's going to have a baby. He's like 20 or something. <laughs> he's trying to get his life straight out, whatever. So... I have your jacket. How old were you when this happened? I was 86, so I was like, Fuck. uh, Your sister's 16? been a cop that long? She, start, she started becoming the date, I think it was like 83 or something, as long as I was a graffiti artist. Mm. Uh, she retired a while back, but, um, well, I met your yeah, sister, she was, and so she doesn't I was look a graffiti artist as she I was, was a cop, you know, and that's another whole crazy story with the sting operation and all that shit. But anyways, wow. um, wait, wait, what? So yeah, yeah, so I got my jacket back. <laughs> it was my favorite man. I, I went to Wilson's Leather. Wilson's. It was Wilson's Leather. leather at Plaza Bonita. You see, at the time in '86, you either had the real shit or you had some bunk shit like uh, Famart, like, like the fake leather, uh, red, red, Famart, baby. red and black. Or That's what I always black, had. Um, with the fur on it. They're, they call them snorkel jackets in New York, but people call them bomber jackets, which bomber jackets are a different yeah, style. of. Different. But these are like the Run DMC jackets where you see the fur on, on the, on their, on the, the hood. The hood, yeah. yeah. But I had a, it was all leather and black. Oh my God, I freaking love that jacket. I wish I still had it. Jacket. Yeah, so, but I got it back. But um, mm. but yeah, freaking leader, like the leader of the Bloods in San Diego. 
stole my friggin' jacket. Well, we didn't actually confirm that he was the leader, though. So no, he was. He was. Are you sure? Yeah, because um, I had another cat that I was friends with. Um, his name was... Um, and this is the internet back in the day when you, you had yeah. a friend who had a friend who yeah. knew something. Who knew the well, friend. Well, that's how you Google shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it was word on the street. Was, word was on Google. the street. Word on the street. So, um, so I, you know, we're going to Monta Vista. Traveled fast, so too. Monta Vista would get a lot of different characters going to the school. And one of them was... Um, e. Swift. No, no, no. Well, yeah, of course he's a character. But. I remember the day he was breaking. This was like 80, late 85, 86, and people were laughing at him. And I felt so bad. At him. Really? They were laughing yeah, at yeah. E. Swift? Because everyone started prepping and doing the prep. And like people were like bagging on E. Breaking. Oh, you're How did he that. handle it? Not too well. I think he was pissed off. He's um, a shit. shit. But um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, Ma- Marty Gotel was his name. So... Yeah, I would. I would. He was a black dude, you know, tall, skinny guy, um, out on his luck, high school kid trying to go to school. So, you know, my mom, you know, bless her, she would, you know, have, hey, can he stay the night? Can he, you know, and one night turns into like a month or something like that. So, um, I did that to a lot of friends. And um, anyway, so he, he, I don't know where where this where this come from. But anyway, so he, this is weird Forrest Gump shit. He comes over one day, and this dude was poor as dirt. He comes over, and he's driving a Z, a Z, a Z what are those uh, old? Those Nissan Zs? I want to say Z28, but it was a Z, yeah, it was an old Z90. Come on, you're a car, dude. Uh, what, what, what car this, is this? Uh, 80s, really, like, disease. you're the shit if you had it. It was a, a Z28 or Z... A Z28? You mean it's American, like Camaro? No, 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 no. It was a Japanese one. It was, it was their... 240Z. 240ZX? Yeah, these are a 240, 280. Those were 240, like... 240, 260, 280Zs. Yeah, yeah, those were like really short and long. And yeah, long. I think at that time, what year are we talking about? Uh, 86, 87. Oh, but we're talking about two, I, 260, 280. Actually, yeah, Izzy, Izzy used to have one, but this was like... He rolls up at candy-painted Dayton's, Dayton's, not McLean's, Dayton rims... Gold, like gold, like flake with with green and gold Dayton's, and yeah. he comes over to my house, and I'm like, dude, he's like, oh man, yeah, I'm I'm working for someone, man. I was like, what's oh, up, Pyru, homie? <laughs> no, I think Sindo. So yeah, um, Sindo mob, right? Because his car was green. So oh, yeah, he's like, hey, we gotta go somewhere. I was like, all right. So I get in the car, we go up to La Jolla, and we're up on the mountain, and we pull up to this freaking mansion. And he's like, I gotta run something in real quick. And I was like, Oh shit! He's like, Yeah, I'm work- working for the biggest drug dealer in San Diego, Delano. I think it was his last name. Hey, hey, we ain't gonna give all that info out. Hey, no, uh, he's We're probably trying to get this is eighty. He's probably either dead or locked up for life or, or something. Or the mayor. But yeah, that, that, that kind of tripped me out because I was just like, Holy shit! Like that's how close. I mean, I could. You know what I mean? Like, hey, right let me get a piece of this, man. Like and you're just on the passenger seat. A 16, 17 year old. I don't mean. I know. He was, trying, he was trying to. Uh, Seriously, I didn't. He was trying to entice you and like make it all romantic. Nah, nah, nah. To, I, I don't know. He's all I gotta do is bring this guy around it. He's gonna want a little. Back was, then, back crazy. then they didn't have the snowflake term. Saki <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was a snowflake back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, no, nah, I just trip out on some stuff like that. Like, like, damn, that's yeah. bugged out. Uh, I'm tripping out on a lot of shit that you you, yeah, you said I mean, tonight. I mean, like, I, I know that Saki has had a lot of history, but 
I mean, wait, did we touch on the? Uh, I'm still flipping out about Haro, dude. Yeah, well, that, that, that. Is that? And, and then also, I got, I got a cool connection here, right? right. I know. Wait, hold on. Before you do, uh, I know uh, you you made the reference earlier how you said, yeah, it's like that thing that we were talking about earlier, how uh, the uh, uh, Rick Rubin story. Okay. Mm-hmm. So before before we actually started the um, the podcast, uh, Saki was sharing a story of how. He's connected to Rick Rubin. <laughs> yeah, and he just laughs. Uh, well, I never met him. Um, but, but you this, have a connection. This, yeah, this is a funny... Not really... I don't mean it's a connection, but... Well, I guess it is, but... All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Someone's... One of your cousins or some shit like that is married to... Well, I... No, no, no. Um, some shit like that, right? Well, I found out recently um, to my... Uh, cousin's uh, like facebook post or instagram or whatever um he's like oh yeah um yeah i should be friends with uh, rick rubin and um we're at a bar one night and we're talking about um uh oh who would you have produce an album or or who would you like to work with or something like that and um, my cousin amir said some random dude i can't remember and like he looks at him and just like walks out and leaves and never talks to him ever again <laughs> but he was like hanging out with him all the time in, in la because my cousin's kind of part of a big rock group um anyways so i think this was like 80 was it in the 80s or 90s anyways i was talking to my mom she's like oh yeah um you know uh, uh rose hager her her daughter um patricia and we used to go camping with them and they're good friends my dad was in the army with the the father and you know they're all army buddies and stuff like that she's like yeah she's um going to get married to this um guy uh i don't know he has something to do with like uh beastie boys or ricks i was like rick rubin it's like yeah yeah she's he's she's been engaged with him since like um 85 or 84 or something like that some something crazy like with you know like 85 or 86 or whatever and i was like serious mom did you don't you remember coming to pick me up when i got arrested and i had (laughs) freaking volkswagen emblems on my necklace you had and Volkswagen emblems like on your neck. Mike D and shit, and yeah, the, she didn't draw him, the connection. He's the one who kind of put all those groups together. Def Jam, yeah, which is hilarious because <laughs> like, like, like your mom didn't get mad at him. <laughs> remember, I was going to the, trying to go to the concerts in '86 and '87, the Def Jam and freaking. She didn't know Beastie Boys was one of your favorite groups. Yeah, that's yeah, hilarious. That's a crazy thing. I was like, you got to be kidding me! But it was funny because I think it was. After the fact that oh yeah they're they're not getting married or whatever, well, I was like they're engaged since the eighties. Yeah, can, can you imagine? Then you would have really had a connection yeah. there. Yeah, you rest know, in you peace. Know? Dude, yeah. done some record covers or something. Dude, like Hayes or something. What was it like you starting graffiti and then your sister going to law enforcement? Um, <laughs> like yeah, that, that was kind of, that was kind of weird. I'm gonna but, rush you, you know. But well, I didn't I didn't think what I was doing was a crime, and I didn't um, you know, I was kind of respectful. I didn't write on houses or um, sure. Although we painted on abandoned houses in Spring Valley in a lot, and that was like our subway system basically. Um, because I heard stories that our our houses would go up to oceans, not oceans, yeah, oceanside to Orange County and down to San Ysidro, and people would see the pieces on the freeways and stuff like that as they're the house movers. 
Which is crazy. I got another connection with the the people that own the lot. I became friends with the son. Oh yeah, and, and then that ends bizarre because like, they uh, lived in Spring Valley, so they're like main house movers. But yeah. anyways, fucking yeah. Out. Um, what are you gonna say, so? No, I'm just. We gotta get back to, to main one. How I met yeah, main one. No, how did? Yeah. That's what I was gonna. Yeah, like, about we, to go. we asked that. Like, we haven't like, answered that question. We asked that three days ago. I know like, we're all over the map. How did? How did? How did? How did? How did? Like, say, let's talk about the seventies. Let's talk about the eighties. When Maine was courting you, how how did he win you? Courting you, courting you. Okay, courting you. How I met my BFF, main one. Best friend forever. Freaking, I freaking love that dude. Did he man. stroke you I off? Know you love him. Did he rub your nuts? What do you do? Dude, doing? I was, I was kind of pissed at the, the sweet sixteen. Well, yeah, and we were, we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna get to we're that. We're gonna get to that. Well, that's what we yeah, wanted to talk about. Think you got robbed. Okay, and I'm not biased. If he lost, I would have been like, yeah, dude, you got smoked. You're biased and you don't like rap. But anyways, yeah, that's true. Well, we'll get to that. How did you guys become friends? I think this was around. Did he also think you were Japanese? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think he knew of who I was already. Um, I think this was because he was hanging out with some graffiti kids down South Bay. I think this was like either '96 or '97, and I was being interviewed on KPBS for um, either was radio. I think it, it couldn't have been TV at the time. I think it was radio, and um, it was like hip hop or graffiti or something. I can't really remember. Um, all I know is I was in the studio and Maine was DJing. Um, so, you know, the interview, they're DJing. Um, mm-hmm. And he's played the song. And I was like, like, and, and then afterwards, I was like, hey, what, <laughs> what, what was that one song that sounded like? like dun, 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 dun. He's like, oh, that's uh, KC and the Sunshine Band. I was like, what? I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Really? KC and the Sunshine Band? It's like, shit. And I looked at it, I was like, oh, damn. So the next day I went and gra- grabbed the album, right? Um, you had that album? When? Well, Maine had yeah. it. Okay. This is, the, this is the first. Oh, you went on and got it. Yeah, the next day uh-huh. or whatever. I went and found it. Um, uh-huh. So it could have been like a day or two or a week, a month, or whatever. So um, later on, as we're like crewmates, he's like, hey. So what's that song you are always playing with that nice break? I was like, man, come on, man. Really? You don't know that break? He's like, no. I was like, do you remember a long time ago at KPBS? He's like, oh, yeah. He didn't I remember? Like, I, not really. But and, you remembered because mm-hmm. it was a special moment for you. Yeah, totally, mm-hmm. totally. That's, that's, yeah. that's what solidified you yeah. Main un- being like, this this is the guy I want to be friends with. Yeah, right? he's the right. one Definitely. that I want to build one. a crew with. Yeah, because yeah. he was showing up at the loft. I, I, I'm assuming, you know, that's how we kind of connected. Um, so I was like, it's the KC album where KC and the Sunshine Band with I get lifted on it. Go on the other, you know, listen to the whole album. I have that record. Yeah. <laughs> Did you listen to the whole album? Yeah, maybe she listened I, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, I know which break you're, you're talking about, but I just popped in my head that I have that record, too. Whatever, Sorry. Yeah, whatever song I Get Lifted is on, it, it's on that side, too. But uh-huh. if you flip it over to the either A or B side, the last song, I think, has that. Uh, it's like a different version with the break. Wow. It's like, and it goes, I forgot how that song. Yeah. 
Then it goes, ah, and the brake hits. Okay. Like We're going to have to look for it It's a really later. bad version yeah. of this description of that song. But, yeah. yeah, so he was like, oh, man. And he, he always, like, I, I, I went to um, go DJ. I got, I don't know, maybe it was in Texas or something for um, the return Paso. of the B-Boy or yeah, something. Yeah, in El Paso. Yeah, I wanted to flex. So I was like, I was like, man. And this was at the loft. And I was like, hey. I brought that record. <laughs> he looked at me like he wanted to knock me out. Like, wow. what What the hell are you asking me for? That's funny. I'm like, going to go home right, and cool. look for that record now. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You, should. It's pretty you know, it's it's funny to hear his, uh, hear Saki's side of that story. You know, him being like, oh, yeah. like this guy's going to be my best friend. <laughs> and at the same time, like Maine's probably like... Looking yeah. at Saki like, who's this creepy white guy? You know what I mean? And then if you ask Maine, you know, separately, like how that story went, and he's like, that's not how it went. Oh, or can, some you, shit you like totally, that, you know what or, I mean? Or that the moment is different. Like, like he walked in and he was just like, whoa, that's Saki. You know? <laughs> Which I kind of would imagine that's how it probably went. Not because, you know, Maine would be in awe of Saki, but, you know, Saki has such a reputation. Uh-huh. And then, like, you know, Maine, or Maine, Taking a little bit of defense or whatever, like oh, you don't know this song, that type of thing. I mean, yeah, I that's, don't know. Like, that was that was probably like Maine's time to be cool in yeah. front of Saki. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you don't know this song? Maine's always cool. Uh, it was, it's just it's just, just kind of <laughs> interesting hearing about it. Yeah, thinking about, dude. Hey, you're right <laughs> So when did uh, shit? When did you uh, when did you guys decide to bring Senator Jarrell on? Um, oh, our own Jose. Yeah. The Dirty Chavez. The first time I ever um, heard of the Chavez, no. <laughs> like, I was like, um, I was probably oblivious, but what made him stood out to me was um, we're at UCSD and there was like, um, I was painting. We had this these boards set up and this was, God, what year was this? Um, 98? Or 99. Um, probably 99. Yeah, it was 99. I see the piece exactly. I, pla- I painted a jazz paint a jazz player with the, with, with the spit style that I used to do with the dots. Oh, yes. And, um, Your dot technique. Yeah, dot <sighs> technique. Um, so it was main. I think me, main, and some random other DJs were spinning. And um, I think there was some probably some B-boys breaking, I could imagine. I don't think it was a contest. I just think it was... Saw was there, definitely Saw was there, and um, some cat was playing James Brown, and I was like, oh, oh, who is this? And he was like, who back- is this young man? Yeah, he was backspinning, and I was like, ah, oh, this is, hey, this and is And then he was cool entranced by his eyes. <laughs> yeah, I, must seek, I must seek this man out. And that was, I believe, the first time I met Jose, or at least uh, saw him, like, like oh, okay. It's kind of interesting that uh, both both, uh, stories involved you uh, being busy, doing your thing, and then a song coming on, and you're just like, what? What is this? Oh, yeah. And then, who is playing it? Oh, my God. What's on? I'm still like that. I am still like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's my love. Kenny Kniff. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's funny. Like, I don't know if you heard a last podcast. was funny on the Eminem one, that that voice call. That was pretty funny. But. Ooh. The history but behind your port, that, your, yeah, your, that yeah. story that you said yeah. was pretty freaking it's almost, funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost the same, similar <laughs> voice. That was a good story. 
Anyway, so, I appreciate it. So, Maine, Maine being uh, one of the Get Down Brothers, one of the uh, guys near and dear to our hearts, uh, he just recently was in a battle. Okay. Oh, yes. wait. Let, I'm sorry to cut you off. Let me back that up because this is all going to connect right now. Yeah, and minds uh, are going to be blown. Okay. So, this has to go back to 1520 Cedric. All right. Versus Sedgwick. Um, <laughs> the entertainer? So, yeah. So, so <laughs> I had this name in my head for a while. You know, like, if I'm going to DJ, I'm going to... This is the name I want to use to play homage to... And at the time, I thought that's... Uh, cool Herc was playing... Break, I mean, he played... At the time, he played what was called a merry-go-round, which was single <laughs> songs that have breaks in them, like Apache. He didn't backspin Apache. He didn't double up on Apache. He just played the Apache break. And after the Apache break, he would play Listen to Me by Baby Huey. Mm, and after oh, yeah. that, when that break is almost done, he would drop another song. So Flash is the one who actually started doing the backspinning and, and cutting, doing a fast uh, cut is what he, or fast mix or quick mix, what do you call it? Um, clock theory and all that stuff. So, anyways, um, so I wanted to pay homage to the birthplace of hip hop because at the time I thought that's where the break beat was actually, which it was, but not the you know backspinning part of aspect of it. So in the articles it would say Cedric. So that's when I formed a crew with Maine, like, okay, SP crew, whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it might have been during the time of the Elemental because that was the first jam I DJed officially at was, I think that was 99, was it? The Elemental at, um, at the, was it the World Beat Center or was yeah. it the uh, the cultural... De la Raza. Centro de la Raza. Yeah, it was, it was there. Thank you. It was there. Uh, and that's where I first played my set of just all complete, all breaks. No no hip hop, no, just all breaks. And I think maybe Maine was there or something. And I probably screwed it all up. But, anyways, I was trying to make a point. Like, this is it. This is how it should be done, basically. Um, so, when we formed the crew with Maine, um, you know, he was cool with the name and all that, but we spelt it wrong. And then I s went back and I think I read a new article or whatever or something. And I saw the spelling of it, it said Sedgwick. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. So I called up Wiggles. I said, hey, is Cedric or is it Sedgwick? He's like, nah, it's Sedgwick, man. Yo, son, it's Sedgwick, kid. Um, That's how you said it? It's Wiggles, son. <laughs> That's a good impression. Oh, Wiggles, man. Wow. Oh, it's Wiggles. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> Yeah, that was a really good impression. It's <laughs> so, so um, Latin and so, everything. Hey, yeah. I got to give props to Mr. Wiggles because yeah. um, at the time I was trying to put together, not at that time, but time before that, it was like 93 or 94, I was trying to do a magazine called um, Cap Color. And um, I wanted, actually, I, I wanted to, actually, this is kind of crazy. Is it crazy? Um, yeah, because I wanted to create a spray paint company called Extinct. And I wanted to reissue all the old dead Krylon cans. That's why it's called Extinct. Yeah. And um, at the time, I was pen pals with everybody around the world. And I sent out flyers to That's everybody. So boom, 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 boom. You know, cap color, blah, blah, blah. Our mission statement. Uh, you know, we want to create a you know, paint company or whatever called Extinct. This and that. And even a mag the magazine cap color at the time, I wanted to... Um, each issue would be called like one issue would be called the first issue would be called like jungle green 
And then the second issue would be uh, Hot Pink, and that would be all females in the in the in the magazine. And the text would be the color of the spray can, can the color hot pink. Um, so I was trying to do some crazy shit. So anyway, so I was gathering all these interviews. I was talking to Crayon, interviewing him, interviewing um, uh, Wiggles. Uh, so I got to know him well, and um, we became pen pals. And I would send him photos, and uh, he's actually the one who got me into the Source magazine with Bismarcky on the cover. And is one of, I think, the, besides Can Control, I'm not too sure, but national publications that showed graffiti on boxcars. And I had a, a car that I painted with Giant and Albuquerque and Soda wow. and Sofa. Um, yeah. yeah, it was like kind of, I think that kind of, people started getting to boxcar painting after that, you yeah. know, because it's like, you know, a lot of people got the source. So I owe a lot of credit to um, Wiggles. Wiggles because he took those photos to Chino BYI to, and yeah, Chino said, okay, yeah, and published them and whatnot. Wow. So I, I still have like the Crayon and uh, Mr. Wiggles uh, interview. Oh, wow. Yeah, at the time. And he, and Wiggles said at the time that oh yeah, it's, what's your favorite song to break to? And he said, uh, "Turn it up, give it loose." Wow, kind of cool. I Which was that, like I uh, still have that interview. <laughs> but the, the, in '84, in that's when the cops raided my house and took everything. So you don't have and it anymore. What, also crazy, it's like that's '94 is when Montana Paint started their company yeah. so I, I wrote to a lot of people in spain so not not saying there's any so there, i think you're you saying it's, it's kind of saki started think, montana but Saki's. see the, the thought and he lived in montana <laughs> yeah but, no in spain but the, not me in spain but it was, in montana but, it was montana but it was the whole spray paint company wasn't really my idea it was through um rex hunland from uh he had a magazine called um well, the store cannot be named. I painted a dolly and God in the front. And anyway, he's a publishing guy. He used to have all these magazines and stuff. And he approached me, I think it was 93, around that time, 93, 94. Had it been 93. He's like, hey, I went to uh, this paint place and my friend works there. And he said, hey, you know, and he's like thinking, he's like, hey, Saki should make his own paint because they could make paint there. Yeah. You know, they wrap the label and, and it's like, Crazy paints or something, right. and, and he he's like, hey, you he told that's me about hilarious. it. Yeah, they do make. And wow. I was like, really? So that's kind of how it spawned from there. Where like I had that idea, like, oh, that is hilarious. That's pretty. But you know, I'm not business minded, so that shit just, man, you know, totally died. And especially if after I got arrested, that just shit just. <laughs> Excuse me. That was it. So back to yeah. uh, Maine. Yes, Maine. The other night. Oh yes. Okay. So it was. Um, um, so Maine was just part of a um, a DJ battle here in San Diego that was going on every Tuesday. Uh, it was called the the Sweet Sweet Sixteen. Boom bap. Boom bap. Boom bap. Um, boom bap. And our friend Maine actually oh, made yeah. it all the way to the finals. Yeah. Final two. Mm-hmm. And it was Maine. Yeah. Maine was uh, representing Run DMC. Yep. And. Um, What's it called? Uh, DJ Cinema yeah. was representing Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Right. Not sure if they uh, did, did they get the chance to choose of who would yeah, they they did. play yeah, or they was did. just mm-hmm. kind of like a random thing. They chose. Oh, they chose. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So I, I was talking to Maine about that. Was did they chose at the very beginning? I, I was kind of confused with that that part, or was that? Yeah. From my do understanding, win, do they win like like say the fourth round, and they're like, okay, next round you guys I have these group of people that you yeah, choose. I want to say that they have a choice. Right? They had a choice. Had a From my understanding, they had a choice of who they wanted choice. to play. So Saki, you were there. Yeah, <clears throat> you were his. Uh, well, I was. You're his prop. His hype right. man. You well, were his hype man. Yeah, I was coming in already as okay. Main, coming in hot. Yeah, Maine's playing on DMC. That's to me. That's an instant win, like yeah. right off the bat against Kanye West. Come on. Yeah. Um, you know, younger kids would. Uh, so I'm. Th- argue. But you know, I go thinking that like, oh, he's you know, it's like the the b boy that's going against so and so, and they're dressed sloppy, and then you have this guy who looks. Like fresh, he's like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. so like the b boy against the power he's, mover, almost. He's already yeah. won, okay. just by his style. Yeah, but just just that's in my head. But, but wait, I don't really. Uh, at you the end, look, I don't think that way. You gotta look at the judges to see, right? Who what? You yeah. gotta look judges. at the judges Who to see, judges? like, if you're gonna win with power moves versus footwork. No, I mean, you're, kind of well, no, I'm battle? just singing as as a spectator. I'm, that's how okay. I'm like right. already. So you like, already he won in your heart. You already had a bias. Is what you're saying. So Sort of, but not really. No, 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 completely. You had a bias. <laughs> we did. A little bit. But okay. at the but I take that all away though at the end. And um so Maine does a set and mm. I'm in the background, I'm just Maine wanted me on stage, so I just kinda like stood there like a statue. Um because I I heard he did the LL Cool J one and I was like, mm. Oh man, like that would have been fresh if like from a crush groove where uh we were um, standing there with no shirt uh, on. DJ, uh, <laughs> I always forget his name. One of the LL Cool J's uh, DJs back in the day was an evil leader. Not that's Ice T's DJ. He would um, he was just standing in the back and while LL was rapping. And I thought that would have been cool if he would have duplicated that scene yeah. with you, as in, like in the background. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that was my thought when I saw the, his LL Cool J battle. So anyways, so that I came into that. And I said, yeah, I'll go on to support you run DMC, um, the finals. And, and and he was, you know, cool and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, I want you on stage. And I was like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to stand in the back. Stand there. That shit hurt, man. Like 15 <laughs> minutes standing there. Oh, my legs yeah. are killing. Um, Dude, that's how long the routines were? So uh, the only thing I did was... Um, yeah, 15 minutes. The only thing movements I made was when Maine put his hand out to give me five, and I just you didn't gave even, him five. You didn't even look. And then when Maine, you're in character, yeah. Then physically. when Maine played a, a Kanye West, I just lifted my hands and put him um, closed my ears. Those are the, that was the only movement I made. So, anyways, um, so the dude plays his song, and or the other guy comes up, and and I don't know who these guys are. So he he plays his his um, his set. And um, it's all Kanye songs. I'm not a big Kanye fan, but yeah, some of his earlier stuff, yeah, sure might be good. I don't yeah, why not? Um, you know, especially with the, uh, you know, the late registration. No, the um, sample from um, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Ray Charles. Um, that's kind of a cool song. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he didn't play that. Um, anyways, so he, he basically what it, i stripped all that stuff away right run dmc Kanye west whatever didn't matter i was judging it as a dj standpoint um main actually did you know pretty much everything um he played more songs than that dude he he outplayed he played more songs he um <clears throat> you know backspinned he uh you know cut scratched 
did disses. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you really did well all that turntableist type of stuff. Yeah, I'm not really into anymore or whatnot, but mm-hmm. he did all that, you know. Mm-hmm. And that I think the guy he just basically just did like clack 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 clack. You know, the back and forth thing where one song is playing. He's hitting bit doubles. Delayed. Yeah, he's hitting doubles. That that. Um, he came out with his glasses, Kanye West glasses. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I was like, "Oh, he has glasses," but Maine had a sake prop. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just trying to get that. Like, yeah, Maine, come on, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I, it was. I think it was kind of. I don't know. I, 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 I didn't understand how that other dude won. To be honest, I was telling Maine that uh, what I thought. I thought his approach to it. I mean, I thought what Maine did was uh, was so brave by going with Run DMC. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm making a joke, but like, I but being serious, like. Uh, his approach to it, taking a an artist that he you know he loved, but most likely knew that the crowd wasn't going to be behind. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I think what Maine did was pretty. Uh, but I think I think it was pretty. It was pretty dope. What did he you did. see the video? Is there? I just video watched. Left? I just it was watched video. videos. Okay, there's video. Uh, my buddy actually streamed it live. I was watching it live. Um, Maine was like, it starts at 10.30, but it started like at 11.30, and yeah, I was like already in yeah, bed, and I was watching delayed. it in bed while my wife was sleeping, <laughs> yeah, and I'm sitting there like on like low volume watching Maine live battle uh, DJ Cinema. Oh, wow, that so was had, live? Oh, that was it was cool. live. My friend, Jonelle Sinlao, who actually uh, is part of the Thursday nights over at uh, U31. DJ Jonelle? Uh, he's not a DJ. Oh. He's, he's like a promoter. <laughs> but he's one of my... Uh, my Sound familiar. He's one of my brother's homies from back in the day. So he was mm. broadcasting it live, so I was watching it. And then Maine did his thing, and there was like a, like a almost a thirty minute break, so I was like falling asleep already. And then I, I looked again, I looked him up, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, cinema's on. And then I was like, oh okay. But I mean, um, from perspective, if you're watching it, if you're a little bit younger, it, I think there's a generational gap because it's run mm-hmm. DMC versus yeah. Kanye. Yeah. And a lot of the people that are watching it and attend it, I would imagine know their shit, know you know like they've done their research and they know hip hop and this and that. But you know, like, like any other battle, like if you get into the b boy battle, you got to look yeah, at the judges and realize, yeah. like, oh, maybe I have to adjust my style for this, which you shouldn't. Yeah. But in my DMC, opinion, you should those not. guys were DMC winners, though. Yeah, of course they so are. That's why I was like kind of scratching my head. But but you have to see, like, um, do they look at stuff? Like, what are they looking at? Scratching? Yeah. Are they looking at beat juggling? I mean, they have to look at everything. But right, you that's never you never know the judges. Yeah. That's the thing, and you have to accept surprised. the fate. You have to go in there and accept the fate that you're going to get. Yeah, true, true. But I was just still surprised. I was like, I had to even call. Guys, I had to call. the. I had to, I'll play it for you right now. What is this? What is this? Saki is, Turn the volume uh, up. Turn the volume up, dude. Putting his phone to the microphone. Uh, he's going to show us a video. <coughs> yeah, sure. Ladies and gentlemen, this might be our first three-hour podcast. <laughs> 
I don't know what it was. Go that far. Oh, you should have yeah. played it all the way. Oh, dude. No, no, no. I had to stop the 911 call. I had, to, I had to report a robbery, though. <laughs> I think Main got robbed. I think Main got robbed. Yeah. Main got robbed. Okay. I'm standing by my man. Main won. He got robbed. Yeah, but, you know, at the end of the day, man, I don't think he has anything to, like, really feel bad about. I thought yeah. what he did, man, he went out there and he represented himself. Yeah, he made it all the way to the, the finals. He did a good job. Yeah. I thought what he did was dope. Okay, if Main was out for money and props, then... He got robbed, but he's not out for. We all know Maine's stable. He's got he's got a good job. He's got a, he's gotten a lot of props in a in the hip hop community. He, he's uh, he's been around. Yeah. So he doesn't need all that. Yeah. He doesn't he didn't need validation from anybody else. I think he did this for fun, and he did very well. Yeah. 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 That's all we need to know. Oh, uh, exactly. I think that's the thing that it, like needs to focus on too, and that's why I was like. Yo, so Maine, you he, represented. You yeah, killed it, he dude. made it this far. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you know. what was the crowd like, too? Because that was the other thing I was thinking yeah. about. Because, like, uh, you know, a lot of the disses that Maine did, like uh, the Taylor Swift shit, like, do, do kids still remember that shit? Yeah, of course they, they have to, dude. That, that was big shit only, like, three years ago, four years ago? The fuck it was? It was, like, eight years ago. No, really? Yeah. Are you that old? That was, like, Dude, that was, like, <laughs> it was, like, eight years ago. So think about fuck. that. How many people, this possible, a lot of those people weren't even in. What was eight years ago? When uh, the Taylor Swift thing and, like, a lot of that ignorant shit that Kanye said. Was that eight years ago? Dude, it was a long time. I'm gonna go, bro. Yeah, because wow. I mean, like, shit. Yeah, there was a lot of preparation in that. They made yeah. him prepared. He had a lot of good disses. And you know, another thing too is like the way kids are these days is like a lot of shit doesn't stay with them. You know, like, uh, or it's over their head, maybe. Well, it's, well, it's just like, yeah. Like, uh, I was talking about the other day uh, with a with a buddy. We we're talking about skateboarding, and like back in the day, if a video came out, uh, it was like huge and it was like yeah. impactful for like years like when go with the like, n came out and goldfish came out like those videos like they were just so impactful nowadays when something happens it's huge for that day mm, and yeah. then it's on to the next like because there's no coverage there's no one who's like bringing it up constantly so bringing up stuff that's like pretty pretty old like you know five six years ago i mean a lot of people might not remember i mean it's just like people are so like kids are different these days in that regards yeah yeah I don't know. So that's one of the things I was it's thinking. A, it's a lot more short uh, attention, attention span. Because like when he was doing those disses, I was like, man, that's, I was like going off. I was like, dude, that was dope. But yeah. it, I don't know if uh, the audience was responding that way. Yeah. Right. Well, definitely I think the judges would know what's up. Yeah, the know. judges should fucking know. I don't okay, think right? they were going by the crowd because that dude had all his... Um, a lot of people there. Well, yeah, yeah. he brought. A well, lot he's of a regular people. there. He's a Thursday night regular over there. Oh, uh, you know, okay. And also, I think the ju- who are the judges? His buddies. Uh, yeah, so you know, I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine oh. that 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 conversation after if they if they would have chose uh, Maine to win? Like, hey man, how come you didn't choose me? You hey, know no, what I mean? Like, who, who really were the judges? Switch was one of them, right? Yeah, Switch, and Who's then the uh, I don't. I'm not sure who the. We know Switch. Switch is a homie. Yeah, uh, but I don't know who the other judges were. Hmm. I was just asking. Right, it wasn't just know. switch. Just no, and one other dude. Oh, it was just two judges. I think they're both DMC. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Winners. So it was only two judges. No, actually, yeah. it was uh, IFTW or uh, I oh, forget okay. his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's won uh, some shit. But hey, man. So it was just them two. Yeah, I think I think, I think so. just so. two judges. Yeah, oh, yeah like I, like I said, dude. There there, yeah. there were times we were seeing b boy battles and the dudes like hold their hand up to the to the right side or left side yeah. and we're like, what the fuck. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I mean, right. everyone has their own yeah. But I was trying to look at it like in an honest way. I no, would have like if he beat Maine, I would have. Yeah, he. We just we just he heard, beat you. We but. just heard the story about how Maine got you. 
And then you're gonna tell us that like you're being like open minded. No, you no, know you weren't. Main got me. What do you mean? You're talking about like you were doing your thing. He played a song and you're like, ooh, what's that? How many lyrics? But I wasn't know? DJing at the time. I was just like collecting <laughs> I'm just, records. I'm just and, fucking like, around, Zaggy. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I also I, I got another story. Got another cool connection. Bob Harrell, me, and Qbert. Um, it's a step back in so, history. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In '88, I was up hanging out with Doze when he was in Encinitas, mm-hmm. and we go to this taco shop. And I don't Wait, think he was. Doze used to live out here. Yeah, he moved. He actually, I saw him on stage. Um, oh, that that night, I. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> make a long story short. So, uh, this was. Um, Okay, this was uh, I don't I don't know the name of the tour, but it was either eighty seven or eighty. It had been eighty seven because I think I was still in high school, and we rented a limo. We went down there. You're in I got school. interviewed by uh, what's his name from Channel Thirty Nine. Uh, 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 he had a mustache. Artie Ojeda. Artie Ojeda. Holy shit! Um, it was all good because they were like, oh, you know, hip hop man, Beastie Boys, uh, L L Cool J. Um, forgot what tour it was maybe it was Def Jam tour anyways so we get to our seats and uh, all of a sudden I look in front of me I was like damn this dude got the Egyptian lover jacket on and, I was, and these two chicks had Egyptian lover jackets on with freaking pyramids and shit and I was like oh shit and he turns around he's like hey what's up man to, to some dude up there he's like yo Egyptian lover whatever and I was like oh shit big ass very freaking white looking motherfucker sitting in front of me and with these two chicks freaks that's what we call girls back then freaks, freaks. Yeah. Yep. Back yep. um and uh yeah so it was freaking egyptian lovers sitting in front of me during the whole whole concert and we we're like stage right or stage left on the if you walk into uh the san Diego stadium um anyway so my friends are like, hey let's, let's go sneak backstage so i was like, all right let's try and do that so we we're trying to get backstage and we got through some part and then all of a sudden, there's this dude standing in front of me. He's like kind of short dude or someone. I, I can't really remember. But he turns around. He's like, hey, what's up? And I was like, I was like, hey, was, you know, what's up, man? And uh, my friend OJ, that's the dude like he Swift uh, got in a fight with oh, at, at K's. Um, <laughs> so anyways, the famous so liquor store he, fight. He, he looks at me and he's like, do you know who that guy is right there? I was like, nah. He's like, that's Mike Tyson. He's the world champion right now. Get like, the fuck shut out. Up. Yeah, he was he was at that concert because you know I hung out with all those dudes, you know. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you hung out with them. So yeah, so, so I was like, oh, I don't I don't know who he is. I was like, cool, whatever. Um, um. So anyway, so we go back, whatever. And there's this dude on stage, and I was like looking at him, and he's like doing like some b boy esque type stuff on top. Uh-huh. And I was like. I just kept on looking at him. I was like, damn, that dude looks like freaking... Um, I was like, damn, that guy looks like Normski from Rocksteady. Damn, he's doing like weird shit like Normski, you know, like in Flashdance where, you know, the way he's moving. Uh-huh. And then he started breaking a little bit and doing some like crazy like stuff I've never seen before. And I was like, I was like, oh shit. And then he does this weird like Colt 45 and like some crazy shit. And I'm like, I was like, oh my God, I think that... I think that's Norm. I I couldn't. It was Normski. Yeah, no, I thought it was. Uh-huh. But it was Doze because when I got to know oh, Doze I and see. talk to him, uh-huh. now I was telling him like, yeah, this, 
And he's like, yeah, that was me, man. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, you did this one move. And you're like, like, and he's like, oh, I, I, I fell. I tripped or something. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. And I was playing it off. I was like, god damn. So, anyways, it was kind of. Anyways, that was, that was a big moment. That was like, it's 87. You were just around Mike Tyson <laughs> and those. And, you know, I know, I know. You're around Mike Tyson. But now, I wasn't with those or Mike Tyson. You know, like I said, it's like you go to a club it. and they're like, TI's there. Right. <laughs> I was taking a piss next to T.I. in Florida or whatever. Who's T.I.? Uh, oh, he's a rapper that's uh, relevant today. <laughs> no, not that T.I. No, not T.I. It was uh, I don't know, one of those dudes. I was in Miami <laughs> and freaking... I'm I'm trying to pee. His body card comes in and trying to clear the you place your dick? out. Yeah, and all of a sudden... You got your dick, co- huh? He comes in and I'm like, I don't care. You know, he's just a rap. You know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to rob him or anything, but he, they're like mean mugging me. And I was like, oh, so I think they were checking you out, dude. But no, yeah, I mean, because he, they, you know, his bodyguard was like, oh, that's a good story right there. That's uh, the other white meat. Oh yeah. When um, oh, yeah. when you said that uh, Guru was uh, hitting on you, right? Oh come oh, on, God, let's, let's not bring that up. <laughs> that's a good story, though. Do yeah. Well, what it, about the that, story? That was kind of. I mean, now that I look back at it, it was kind of weird. So I, I was in Phoenix at the, at the Guru thing. Some hip hop. Uh, show convention um i was on stage with legs and guru and, crazy legs yeah um guru from gangstar what's yeah, his yeah. what's oh, his name uh don't act like it's nothing dude z trip and uh yeah, skeeter rabbit uh, not, not skeeter it was uh yeah skeeter rabbit was there was he there and flow master were they on stage too yeah jerry loose what's your boo yeah. um i was talking about graffiti probably um it was funny, Danny Bug Eye Bandit was giving Crazy Legs such a hard time for his outfit. He just, yeah, he was giving him a hard time, man. It was kind they of. They even made the name out of his uh, his outfit. It was a funky fresh foreskin. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. Crazy no, no, Legs no, no. was wearing no, no, no. a triple five soul shirt. Or that, that was sweater. that was a name we came up with as um, just uh, as a joke because at that time. Before that, there Are was. Are you sure, man? No, no, because I was on stage. That's a weird fucking correlation. I was on. No, this. I'll tell you why. Because I was on stage breaking. We're we're doing the the battles or whatever. Um, was I with you guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, was we that were that crew? Yeah, so we, we were. There. We were making up a, a stupid name like um like. Uh, I don't know if it was before or after, but there was a group at freestyle session or whatever. They did the the the. The group name that was they bunch of people flying got, tortillas or some shit like that. Nah, it was it was like um, flying chorizo. I don't know. Nah, it, it, some people got murdered up here in North County at a house. A bunch of whole bunch of people got killed in a okay. Heaven's they, Gate. Heaven's Gate. Heaven's yeah, Gate. so they were called Heaven's Gate. And I thought that was <laughs> I, I, always getting all the answers. I thought Heaven's that was Gate, pretty dude. funny. So um, I thought that was funny. So anyway, so we had this crew. We had to make up a name, and I think we. Pick funky fresh foreskin, and then when they announced the name, I think I I looked and I noticed that Crazy Legs had uh, FFS Soul on his. Yeah, it's the it was FFS soul. in the funky foreskin. So I was like, I was like, ooh, I was like, but you know, he didn't make the connection. No one made that. I did. It was, it was <laughs> I just saw like, that. I was like, it was just. I like, laughed. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> But no, I mean it had funky fresh foreskin. Yeah. No, no, but who, who you know? No, it was. Who knows? You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's like we weren't basing on his shirt. We were just coming up with a name on the spot. Like, yeah. Make up a funny, stupid name. It was funky fresh foreskin. It's probably Saul or 
Optic or someone like that. Yeah, I don't think it had to be Optic or, or, or Bug Eye Bandit. It was probably or either yeah. Danny or. Yeah. But, anyways, so, you know, we're on stage and um, I think it was, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, he was in Jan Jackson's video. Uh, 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 always, Sugar Pop. Yeah, Sugar Pop. Sugar Pop was there. I got so, one. I was talking about graffiti, blah, 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 blah. So, anyways, afterwards, I'm walking around, all of a sudden I see this dude on a, a phone, phone booth, right? He's looking at me. I was like, oh, shit, that's fucking Guru. And he's like, hey, come here, come here. I was like, all right, all right. What's up, buddy? He's like, um, hey, hey, stop. We don't know. We don't know. And he's like, hey, can I get your number? And I was like, I was like, okay. And yeah, it was just, that's but it, it's just Saki how he moment. said it. Just was the way just, he said it. Yeah, it was kind of strange. It's a little weird. But you know, a lot of, t- you know, I'm kind of, people might think I'm flamboyant or whatever, you know. No. Know. No. Well, I lived in Hillcrest. You lived you in Hillcrest yeah. at the time. Well, I used to get hit on all the time. There. So my, my gaydar was always on. So I'm like, I was and like, did oh. your gaydar turn on when uh, Guru asked for your number? Or were you just a little bit? On? It was kind of. No, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> All right, sorry. Come on. Sorry, sorry. Or sorry. were you turned on? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like who? That doesn't mean anything to at me, all. By the way, he's just saying. Why would I just a man ask for another man? You know what's crazy was that uh, if just Drew, out of nowhere. But no, he he liked what I said and. Um, I don't know. He just wanted like to work with me or something. So, I bet. I bet. <laughs> so, so funny thing. So funny thing for Guru is that if he would have played the the record, the KC uh, record, then uh, KC <laughs> Jojo, that main that main royalty, royalty. Come on, with the whole lifted. But no, I mean, you, you know, guys would have been pen pals. But what? The, but what brought that out is when he passed away, and there was like some weird stuff going on, and rumors. You know, it was. I was kinda, yeah. So there's past. Like rumors. no one said how he died or anything. Yeah. You know what I mean, and, the, and it's, it's there was a there was a like guy it. that was keeping everyone out. Like oh no no yeah. no no. You know what I mean? Solar. Weird and it feels. It was that dude Solar. Dude, it's funny how you remember Solar? all from this France? shit. Yeah. Really? He's right. Yeah, because I remember. So this guy Solar, not MC Solar from France, but a, a, like another oh, Solar okay. that was okay. managing him at the time. He took over. Right. That's what I heard. Is when he had a breakup with uh, Premiere, when he was like mm-hmm. not doing with Premiere, so like this guy Solar apparently like fucking like like would beat him up, you know? Like, yeah. And then apparently the fucking like Guru like had like thing. like um like problems with his breathing, and he had like an asthma. So like, if he had an asthma attack, he couldn't fight back. Oh, and I geez. heard like it, like he got he got his ass beat by the solar dude, and, and, the, and it was like supposedly they were both uh, Zulu dudes, and a lot of the Zulu rappers were like speaking out on like social media, like I'm gonna fuck that dude up, that like, you uh, can't treat your fucking uh, Zulu brothers like that and shit. Yeah, and these were a lot of dudes from treat Oakland. Anyone like that? And, really? Yeah, yeah that's actually shit. incredibly sad. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, that's when I started thinking about it, and I was like, that's. Kind of, you never know. You know what well, I mean? have you ever the vibe that a well, dude is hitting on you? Well, no, no. It's it's because the thing around like, oh, when someone dies and then they go, they don't reveal why they died. A lot of times, like mm. you know, they might have AIDS or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, growing up, and that was the case. You know, I had people that I knew that had AIDS and died, but they mm. kept that shit secret. And then then they tell you, and you're like, oh, damn, I didn't know that. That was another thing around uh, yeah. Guru's death is a lot of people were like thinking that like oh I think he was in a relationship with that guy Solar. Mm. I was like what the fuck like really? 
But then people were like retorting back and saying, do you know, I knew Guru, you know, all his life. And like he had, you know, woman, money, mm. alcohol, woman, money, alcohol. And that was like repeat thing. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't disprove it. Right, right, right. Still, no, yeah. It all doesn't matter. But I'm just saying as, you know, yeah. I don't want to be a dick or anything. I'm just saying yeah. that it just it seemed really weird. You know, maybe, you know, I was reading too much into it. For, maybe, for the record, the, the part of it that's funny is if uh, if you actually know Saki, then it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that's actually the part that makes right. it funny. Yeah. Nothing's funny about Guru, like, saying, hey, man, let me get your number. It's it's you just being, being like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> five, five, five. <laughs> five, 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 five. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad his wife won over Guru. <laughs> What's that? What? Your wife. Beat Guru uh, uh, for China. you. China. Beat Guru? What do you mean? Yeah, Guru didn't oh, win. Oh, hey, <laughs> Guru hey, didn't so, win. Uh, you married you marry China. Not, not, not Guru. Oh, come on. So, <laughs> that's what he was just saying. Just be nice. Just be nice. No, no, no. That was what he was saying. I'm just, I'm just helping you catch up. Cool. He's like, what? Wait, what? Uh, so, we, we actually talked about a shitload of yeah, stuff. Man. Oh, so anyways. Oh, so, and we're not done. <laughs> it's Anitas, 1988. Holy shit. So I go to this taco shop. It's a pretty famous taco shop in Encinitas. It's still there. What's it called? So I see Bob's car out front, Bob Harrow, and it says BMX Pays. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I've never seen that license plate. So I was like, ah, oh, that's awesome. That's always stuck with me. So when I got my first car, or not my first car, but a car, you know, I got my license, in a personalized license. I got Graffiti Pays on it, G-R-F-F. Um, T something and then pays. And, um, pays. So I was downtown during one of the like trade shows. And you got pulled over. And um, <laughs> no, no, I was just down there. Just you know, everyone's down there. Cubert, you know, everyone. And um, so, anyways, so years later on MySpace, I get a message. MySpace. Oh shit. Yeah, I get a message from Cubert, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey man, I just want to tell you that, you know, when I saw your car downtown, um." It inspired me to get scratch on my car. I was like, what? He was all like, graffiti pays or b-boy for life? I couldn't remember which one it was, but I think it was might have been the graffiti pays one. Because um, that was my Honda. Then I had a Volkswagen with... Uh, um, no, wait. I don't know. Maybe I got back. Yeah, the, the Honda had b-boy for life on it. And then the Volkswagen had a graffiti pays on it. Um um, but I was making a point. It was like I was getting a lot of money for doing graffiti. Anyways, so Kubert saw that downtown, and but he had to give me. Then I had to tell him like, "Oh, I got that idea from Bob Harrell." So, kind of cool connection, I think. <laughs> I think it's all right. It's yeah, all right. yeah. So Zaki, we talked about a lot. I think like this podcast is over three hours. Yeah, it could go on longer. It could go on longer. Stories, is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Mm, I don't know, man. Talk about the, the time you met. Uh, I didn't even talk about much, much of the 80s. There's a lot of stuff to talk about in the 80s. Didn't 70s. talk about your uh, the other uh, man in your life, uh, E. Swift. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to talk about him and some of his uh, legendary stories. Um, yeah. What's up? So it was back when going Tinkle. Yeah, I had to go Tinkle. I think I met E. in high school. I think it was probably in freshman Vista, year. Right? Yeah, I don't think I knew him in junior high. What year was, was that? I was trying to stay clear of uh, uh, what? When I was in junior high? No, no, no. Uh, what year was it when uh, when you met E? In 84. 84? Had to have been when we were in high school. Oh, okay. You know. 
Um, I don't remember knowing him in junior high when I was going to Parkway. He was going to to La Presa, and um, Hell yeah. I had to, I had to. There's this yard where we used to spray paint called the Five Yard over on Grand Avenue, and my bus stop to Parkway was past the yard on Grand and. Uh, I think is it's that the yard you have to go Sacramento. through, like this big ass field first? Somewhat. And there was a bunch. Of, there was a bunch of houses. Um, a lot. When it first was there, we just walked right in. We didn't have to jump any fences. No. Um, when we first started painting the place, uh, that was in '85. Anyways, so I was at the bus stop, ready to go to Parkway, and all these some La Presa junior high kids come up to me. He's like. Um, I have this. I know you guys are going to laugh, and <laughs> but they come up to me and said, "Hey, we heard you got some good backspins. Don't ever go by La Presa. They want to the fuck out here. They want to beat you up. I swear to God." And I was like, wait, 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 I was like, "What are you talking so, about?" Okay, like, kids yeah, man. They heard about his sixty backspins. So no, at a, that time, at that time, I I didn't do sixty yet. You know, yeah. but, but yeah. I did was known for some really nice backspins. I would do arrows and all sorts of contortions with my backspins, and they were really fast. And I had like a like it was like um, a ball with a little pin on it. Like it was, yeah, man. I I just had this like weird like I could just spin in this one spot, and it was amazing. Um, I think you was, and I have almost like the same backspins. Oh yeah, because mine are similar like that, where I could just spin. And it's and the form, little, too. Yeah. Also, the form the is form. super important. And yeah. the two of you guys oh, met man. here in San Diego. Two best backspins ever. Is that a coincidence? Who? Is that a weird connection, too? Saki and I? Yeah, I'm just fucking No, I met him in El Paso. No, I'm just actually just fucking around. I don't really care. El Paso. So, so anyways. But I was also <laughs> younger and skinnier then and way lighter. So, my body, I can't do those anymore, obviously. I, I can still do my backspins. Well, you're Yeah, you can still good. backspin. Light. I'm still young, dude. I was like 120 so, pounds wait, and like 5'10 or 5'4 or something. the story that he just told yeah. about you were at a bus stop? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. you're a grown man. No. Okay. I was, th- th- was it, 13, 14? Okay, I thought you were a grown man and other middle school no, kids came no, in. No, he's talking no, about no, the no, yard. No. I was going to my bus stop to take me to Parkway. Because at the time, I was after I got out of La Presa Elementary, I was not going to La Presa because I heard people were getting stabbed in the bathroom and all sorts of crazy shit. So a white kid like me, uh-uh, I ain't going there. So I, went, I got bussed out to Parkway Junior High. And so that's kind of where I started, you know, with the graffiti thing, and and um, um, because I went there seventh and eighth grade, and then uh, you know, kind of ran that little area, and around there, I had a couple of yards. Um, me and my friends would go paint in La Mesa by the Grossmont Center. There's a trolley station there now, but it used to be abandoned. It used to be like stoner graffiti down there and stuff like that. We used to go down there and paint after school. <clears throat> Dang. Yeah, and that's where so, I painted my first train too. Was um, uh, near there where there's a Costco in La Mesa. There used to be warehouses, and they used to park trains there. And um, I think that was '84 around there. '84. Holy shit! Had to been '84 because I was DJing a breaking party at my friend Joey's house. And um, yeah, so it was just like an afterthought. You go and you paint the wall, but like, oh, there's a train. Let's paint on it. Whatever. No big deal. So, anyways, 
Damn. Right. So you've known <clears throat> some random thoughts, man. Like yeah. I'm telling you, you are just full keep of on stories, going, bro. Yeah, there's so many stories. Wow. I guess. Wow, it's crazy. How many? So you've known Eastwood for like thirty since eighty four years. Yeah. Yeah. When were you born, Tasso? Were you born 83. in 84? Oh, okay. 83. I was like, dude, you, as long as you've fucking been alive. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I pretty can tell much. you how you met Days, too. Days had told me t- told me this story because, you know, I totally forgot, whatever. We are in drafting class, and there was this cat there, I remember him, totally. He looked like DMC. Um, not, not style glasses, but he had big glasses like DMC, not the one I'm wearing right now, but similar in style. Anyways, cool cat. Anyway, so Days was next to me, and... I don't know, somehow graffiti where I was drawing. He was like, oh, you do you do that, man? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, yeah, I, I painted this, uh, me and my boy painted this piece, uh, the Kaz with the, with the Mickey Mouse or something. And he did not believe me. He was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. That was me in so, high school. Yeah. I was like, nah, you're a fucking liar. You're a liar, yeah. man. Yeah. So it's kind of how I, I met how you guys days in drafting class. Yeah, drafting. I think it was first period or something That's like that. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, man. Psyche. Yeah, I I could go on forever. I just you know, hog up your time. It's about a three-hour uh, yeah, podcast I mean, right I there. I think we. This is very much a three-hour uh, episode. I think we've gotten to the point where we could actually wrap this up. Yeah, because yeah, this yeah. could keep on going, guys. Because uh, yeah. Distill is going to have to edit all this and listen yeah. to it all over again. We we have it takes touched. double the time. There we, was a lot of things that we, we barely we, touched the eighties. So so we barely we'll, touched the seventies, we'll, the nineties, the two thousands, two thousand tens. There's a lot. We didn't even touch on the two thousand tens. Well, we did with the sweet sixteen. God damn yeah. it! It's there's a lot. lot. It's a lot. You've been around. I'm boring everybody. No no no. You you. It's just you covered. There's a lot to cover. So yeah. But this was a good one. Yeah. Thank. I mean, shit. Uh, I I. Dude, I'm still tripping about Spring yeah. Valley and fucking freestyle uh, biking being invented. Yeah, isn't that a trip? You know how mad I, I mean, I finally, uh, for, um, I think it was 83, because um, E.T., it had to been when E.T. was out, because I, I have a picture of me holding E.T. with a Harlow freestyler that was signed by Bob, and um, my sister went and got it for me for Christmas somehow, but that's when I knew, I, I was like, Bob Harlow lives here. You guys are now finally telling me this after yeah. after all this uh, time drawing portraits of him, copying yeah. his art, and you're telling me your friend, your best friend Janice, is her brother. Is his, his her brother? You know, like really? Yeah. It's like, and now you're telling me, like yeah. after the fact, you know, yeah. like you know, oh, he was in the ET. You know what I mean, like. Dude, that's a fucking trip. Like, yeah, it on. is. It's a real come fucking on. trip. Like, thanks a lot. What other good shit came from Spring Valley? I had no idea. I mean, I was, yeah. you know, riding around bikes and on ramps and being crazy and stuff. And yeah, he's just down the street. <clears throat> yeah, like, yeah, that's the part that I was tripping out the most on. But uh, the rest of it, I mean, that was all good stories, man. Yeah. So okay. gotta have you back and have you talk about some other stuff. Yeah, we. You want to take? A... You want to take us out? No, no, you go ahead. I was actually hoping you would. Oh, okay. Um, shit. Well, Saki. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time and. You're welcome. Uh, I mean, shit. Three hours of. Uh, 
so much history. We could keep on going. And we could keep there's on going. There's a lot going, of stuff but, uh, We got to wrap it up. I mean, I think there's a lot of other things that we wanted to do, but... Uh, and you did well, Saki. I'm proud of you. You didn't, you didn't get weird and quiet like you have in other interviews. Yeah. 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 You're not, you opened up. You started, you. you started talking. Ooh, opened up. I know. <laughs> it still likes that one. Oh, yeah. Open um, up your lines. Well, yeah. And your cheeks. Nice. Let's just wrap it up right now. I'm just going right. to take it away. You're Thank not, you, Saki. You're not going to ask what I've been listening to lately? I, w- I mean, I would. <laughs> let's close it up. Really that will be another yeah? hour. Okay, really go quick, ahead. Let's close it up. That go ahead. What are you hour. listening to right now? A lot of things. So let's keep, well, like, what, keep, keep it to one. Like what? Keep it to one. <laughs> what are you listening one. to? Uh, that album. Off that of top of This week, head. dude. This week. What have you listened to? Yeah. Uh, this week? Um, First thing that comes to your mind. Honest. Okay, let me. Let me. One, two, three, go. I, I, I can't think. I'm sorry. I listen to so much stuff on a daily basis. It's, I don't what know. pops in your mind? Yeah, um, what's the first thing that pops into your head? Um, <laughs> fart noises. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't name anything for right now. Okay. A lot of stuff. Well, uh, well, DJ Main One at U31. Uh, that's where it looks. Okay, there you go. Okay, there you uh, go. So run DMC. DMC. Run, yeah, run definitely DMC. run DMC. Always, always. Let's run DMC right there. Always. Wow. Yeah. 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 All right. What about you guys? So, um, a lot of people are posting a video of a Japanese rapper out of North Carolina. Oh, yeah. G. Yamazawa. Okay, NorCal. So, uh, I downloaded his album on iTunes, and it's all right. Oh, um, yeah. But the video that people are posting, that's probably yeah. the, the banger out of it all. Yeah, G. Yamazawa, yeah. NorCal. That's uh, what I've been cat, listening to. Yeah. So, that's it. Uh, Mike. Mike. You've been listening to. You Man, I don't even want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I haven't listened to me first in the Gimme Gimme's. Uh, and that's some uh, crazy shit. Yeah. Um, it's like some like, what, what would you classify the music as? Oh, that's a punk rock band. Punk rock. That uh, It's actually a super group that covers other people. Are they really life. punk rock? Because they look weird, dude. Uh, they're, <laughs> are you talking about the videos I posted? Yeah. You're actually watching them? Yeah. All right, so uh, the band is made up of uh, Fat Mike from No Effects. Uh, really? No Jay. fucking shit. It's, it's, all, it's all... I had no fucking idea. Yeah, like okay. uh, face-to-face. Uh, strong, no like, fucking... Okay, well, now that you explain it, now I'm interested. Yeah, so basically they, got, they get together and they cover other people's songs. And uh, they never tour. We'll they never come to San Diego. So went out and saw them. And then they had such a... They, they basically dress up like a, like a lounge. That's act. what threw me off. Yeah. So they're fucking hilarious. And like in fact, if you see them like as like their real group, like, you know, you see No Effects, you see Face yeah, to Face or whatever. Yeah, they're yeah. like serious. They're, but they're in this band, man. they're fucking hilarious. But so, that's fucking good. So yeah. you didn't want to say anything, but now that you said something, now I'm interested. Don't try to, don't try to act like you care. Like <laughs> yeah, I do. Right, right. But yeah, so like I went and saw them. Fuck, that was like one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. But I think that's going to be the last punk show I go to for a while. Yeah. Try being black for once. <laughs> hey man, hey, probably going hey, to. Hey, I'm being open minded. All right, Sasa, yeah. what, are you, what are you jerking off? To? What, what, are, what am I jerking off? To? Uh, BBW. <laughs> what are you listening to? Um, uh, so I recently watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume oh, was Two. No, it was good, bro. Okay, oh, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin really it. Good. So that's Saki, not me. Um, <laughs> is that how you guys do it? <laughs> um, do you guys do those sound effects post? No, uh, yeah, yeah. He does a post. Do, 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 do. Art just okay. jerks off okay. into the mic. <laughs> I just, he makes I, it authentic. I jerk off to your voice. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so what I've been jerking off to? I mean, uh, uh, yeah. So I watched 
Guardians and um, a, a volume two. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I like the first al- uh, soundtrack and uh, mm-hmm. the second soundtrack is good too. So I've been listening to both nice. at work. Good shit. So yeah, yeah that's what I've been listening to. Mm. All right. Cool. Yeah, so with that said, all right, guys, we're going to be wrapping it up. Um, yes. Wrap it up. We please. are actually, if you're still listening, <laughs> we're going to be uh, <laughs> having a fundraiser on June 3rd. Uh, it's benefits uh, for the arts, and it's going to be at Lo- uh, Por Favor over in La Mesa. Um, I don't have the address on me, but if you search it, um, it's uh, called Por Favor. It's <laughs> out in the Mesa or El Cajon. It's El Cajon. And El Cajon. You, you, and, hey, we got a website that they can just a, look at. We can go to www. Go to, go, go to www.toughrocking.com. T-U-F-F. T-U-F-F rocking.com. Um, we have more information on there. Tickets are 25 bucks. You get fucking margaritas for the first hour and sangria and tacos for the, for the rest of the time. And you'll have DJs, art, and all that stuff. And so, yeah. Raffles for some prizes. Uh, Saki's going to be one of the artists who's yes. going to be uh, participating. Yeah, yeah. Right? Some, some artwork. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah. Canvases. So, um, I, and I think that's it. Just trying to wrap it up. Try to keep it under sub, Four hours. sub three hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, yeah, if you up. guys um, are still listening, uh, if, <laughs> if you, you want to sponsor us. Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else, guys? July 22nd, there the return go. of the Get Down Jam. Ah, uh, yes. Ooh. Thank you, Art. Uh, we will be holding it, and we are actually open to some ideas from the public. So, if you have an idea, go to T-U-F-F-R-O-C-K-I-N-G, toughrocking.com. We will take mm-hmm. submissions. For ideas, um, some people have approached us about a popping battle, and you might actually consider that. Um, but most of uh, what we're focusing on is the uh, b-boy battle. Break dance. Um, we're still taking uh, ideas for that as well. So it could be three on three, or five on five, or you know anything that we're thinking of. So if you have an idea, I got submit an idea. it. No, what do you, what do you got? What do you got? El- electric buggy. Electric buggy. Let's bring back the white gloves, guys, and uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. The white gloves, huh? And yeah. white gloves Electric and the white buggy. mask? Electric boogie. Let's white not go one. there. Let's not go there. What did you just say? Let's not go there. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the white mask? Yeah. <laughs> no white mask. They didn't have white mask. Yeah. 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 Anyways. All right. Thank you again, Saki, for uh, taking the uh, time out and coming out. Yeah, thank man, you for sure. having me Drinking on, guys. With us thank you for having me on. Happy, yeah. happy 35 years, man. Yeah. Happy 35 years. Tell China we said hello. Will do. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. All right. We appreciate you. Till next time. Keep it nasty. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.